Hello, everybody. Uh, hello. Ah, oh, my goodness. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lost Archives for our Curse of Strahd campaign. Very, very excited to have the full cast and crew rejoining us tonight. Jared is back from his just night off like a lazy little shit. But more importantly, more importantly, it's a very special someone's birthday. It's Haz's birthday. He's turning 14. Yeah. No. no yeah. No, I <laughs> wish. I could go back. Do you really? 14's a pretty shit age. I don't know if I'd go back to 14. Like 18, yeah, that's the prime sure. Bitcoin buying territory, though. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, it is. There was actually, <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that. Not that long ago, we had a, a work team building exercise where like, oh, if there was one piece of advice you could send to your your younger self, your 15-year-old self, what would it be? And it had to be like one sentence. I was like, I don't need a sentence. I just need two words. Buy Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin. <laughs> Done. Done. <laughs> Done. Problem solved. Nowadays, if I had to send a message back to myself now, it'd be don't buy Bitcoin. It'd be three words. But <laughs> back then. Yep. Yeah, if that message got back three years, it's, it's don't buy it. Don't buy it. <laughs> don't get involved. It's fun. Uh, oh. no, so we, we're wishing Has a very, very happy birthday. Happy birthday, Has. Um, Thank you. And we're very honoured that you're spending your, your very special day with us instead of your yep. loved ones. This is, um, a, this is the best thing I got going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know whether to be honoured or very, very sad for you. <laughs> no, it's genuinely upsetting. Bit of colour, maybe. Let's not be sad color. for him, boys. We're going to be nice since his birthday. Don't make me sad. <laughs> There's nothing that says, like into your 30s birthday than just raw pity from people around you. <laughs> <laughs> it is the true gift. <laughs> yeah, just pity, really. Um, so happy happy birthday, Hans. Very, very exciting to, uh, to have you here for your birthday. And we are once again rejoined by our lovely guest, Josh, who's playing the character of Killian. Thank you once again for joining us, Josh. Thank you very much for having me. I can see that I am still freezing a little bit on the stream, so I might drop out and come back again in a second. No problem at all, mate. That's all good. If you wanted to do that now, it might be a good point because I'll do the little recap, and I know that you would have taken meticulous notes last session. Uh, get Captain drunk. Don't let Grinner kill everyone. So you're pretty much sorted <laughs> for the uh, for the notes from last session. Meticulous notes. Meticulous. And he just disappears on that. That was a, that was classic. That was good. <laughs> I didn't think he'd just drop out. Well, um, we are very, very excited to be back doing more Curse of Stride. We will indeed be launching straight into the session. Um, the only exciting news that we have to share is that Baldur's Gate 3 is out. Um, so keen. I know there are some people... So fun. Yeah, I was going to say, I know there's some people here who 100% did not do any work today or Friday and instead played Baldur's Gate 3. If I had to make a guess on who those people were, Jacob? It's called a lunch break, okay? It's, is it no a lunch break? Yeah, why did he spend the How long does the lunch break go for? Don't ask questions, okay? From breakfast through to dinner. <laughs> Everyone at work, I was just the half hour. It was just the half hour, don't worry. <laughs> Just the half a, the just half the half, of the half, oh, yeah, true. Half a month. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Has anyone else played any Baldur's Gate three? I obviously played the early access. No, I've not, not played any of the full release yet. I'm very yeah, excited to the early access. There were a couple bugs that just really broke things. So I was trying to get through a puzzle, and the overlaying of different services meant I couldn't solve the puzzle. <laughs> and then I had to like I had to go back. I had to go back and save maybe like four four in-game hours to have the services realign themselves so I could complete the puzzle. So it wasn't just that you couldn't do the puzzle. 
Oh, no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so it sounds like... Oh, we've yeah. got... Okay, so, so, so um, Miss Snuggles in chat's been playing, but has had some bugs in multiplayer. I've actually heard that as well from other people. Man. So, so how big this game is, I think there's going to yeah. be a few bugs. Yeah. I've played <laughs> Even two video. hours multiplayer and it was fine. It was fine. For that, so... Okay. Yeah, I, hopefully they're not too prevalent, but yeah. I did hear that um, I think Ali and Brandon were playing uh, the multiplayer and they had some issues with um, spell casting where they would cast a spell and it would immediately end their turn. I think that's what they were saying. Oh, so, right. Yeah, it sounded like there was something happening with the turn. But but look, to be fair, as, uh, as Jared just said, this game is clearly huge and I'm amazed they got it all working at all I, i'm gonna be honest i had some pretty incredible bugs in the alpha one where i yeeted myself out of the nautiloid and crashed into the surface of avernus because i uh double press spacebar when you're not i wasn't supposed to so, <laughs> so if you want to find bugs just hand me a copy of a game and i'll find them no problems at all i think the last time i did a playthrough of witcher live on stream i'd installed about eight mods conservative nothing too crazy i launched up Played through the introduction, and uh, as I got to the sword fighting bit, Vesemir's face stayed stationary while his body moved around attacking me. Oh, <laughs> which no. was no. <laughs> uh, horrifying. <laughs> Watch of characters stuck in dialogue during combat, spellcasting ending turn. Ah, oh, so someone else has had that too. Okay, maybe that's a that's a known bug then. Um, struggled through combats because only one person could play. Yeah, it's not balanced wow. for one person. Uh, Baldur's Gate Three is not a single player experience, uh, <laughs> even even if you're a Mary Sue character. It's not really a uh, not really a single play experience. That's uh, that's rough. I think look, I'd be surprised if Larian weren't releasing a whole bunch of patches coming soon. Characters were stuck in a ladder climbing. <laughs> that, that's a, that's an amusing bug. I have to say, I do find visual bugs quite funny when you get a good funny yeah. one. Like the the me ragdolling through the Nautiloid genuinely was quite hilarious. Like again, Vesemir's face melting on The Witcher Three, quite funny. I enjoyed that. Um, if you want to if you watch that, by the way, I'm pretty sure that. That um, segment is still available on our uh, TikTok and as a Twitch clip because um, the people watching it uh, thoroughly enjoyed that and I wasn't able to play The Witcher for about five minutes because I was genuinely crying with laughter because every time Vesemir <laughs> moved, his face would go out the back of his head, stay stationary, and his body would come at me with the sword. Incredible. And it turns out Horrible. there was a single, a single mod I needed to change one of the parameters. Apparently, the face-melting parameter needed to be switched off. <laughs> like, I would have thought that would be done by default personally, but no, that was a manual switch I had to, uh, had to make to the mod load order unbelievable um no so yeah I, I i think it would be really cool if we could do a bit of a playthrough of Baldur's gate 3 for those who haven't had people jump in and jump out depending on what times we're free it's so up our alley in the lost archives it's basically dnd the video game really if we're being honest so oh, i would be keen to would be keen to have some people jump in and play a bit of that so i'll keep you posted on how we want to organize and, and schedule that we might wait until the multiplayer bugs are sorted as hilarious as these sound uh, <laughs> we might just give larry in a week or two to, to get everything running smoothly which i think would be plenty of time so uh, you're not used to any of the players just playing up on you you know we always don't we we, throw, we don't throw any curveballs hey i know <laughs> It'll be fun. Well, I'll be the one throwing curveballs because I'll I, I never get to be a player, so I'm gonna jump in as a player. And we'll find a way to not and just be play. the worst. Yeah, you probably will. Like <laughs> immediately eject me from the party and then shove me off the side of the nautiloid so I go crashing into the. Oh, we're just gonna double space and that's it. Problem yeah, solved. That's, it. that's all it takes. Just press spacebar twice and yeet yourself out of there. Problem solved. <laughs> 
Uh, oh my goodness! Look, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Definitely, we want to do something with Baldur's Gate three, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep that keep that on the download. We'll keep that posting once we know more about it. Um, for those of you who are in the Discord, I've done a full rework of the Discord channel uh, with all new chat groups and voice groups. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that if you're a member of the Discord. There's a whole bunch of new stuff there, uh, and I'm going to be incorporating uh, some new bots and things like that to help run stuff in the background, as well as have a really good spot to help submit any fan art we've had a number of uh, really talented artists come and like drop some of their incredible work in the chat for um avatar legends and for DD. really really want to encourage that kind of uh, that kind of incredible work that people are doing so very very excited to see more of that and i want to make sure that we have those popping up on the overlay with the credit for that artist uh, each time and each time someone um, sends stuff through so yeah if you are an artist and you're listening and you wanted to or even if you're not and you wanted to create something fun and wanted to spend a bit of time please send it through us either by email or through the Discord. We, we love to have it and I will, with your permission, chuck it up in the overlay and have it playing along with the normal art during the stream. So uh, if, if you are keen, please, please send that through. We, we'd love to showcase your work. That's all from me. Let's do our recap and jump straight into the session because last session was a little bit chaotic. So we should probably, uh, probably refresh everyone's memories. A new team of the Tempest Adventuring Guild have found themselves lost in the dangerous realm of Barovia. Trapped by strange magics, the group have travelled westward, away from the sinister castle reportedly housing the immortal ruler of Barovia, to the village of Valaki. Having teamed up with another adventurer, Killian, the team have found themselves key architects in a coup. Last session, the team split up to prepare for the coming festival of the Blazing Sun and their impending coup to replace Baron Vargas Velakovich with their ally Ismark. Killian, Grinner, and Luther travelled to the nearby guard barracks to meet with Sergeant Amelia and attempt to get her support with their attempts. After securing Amelia as an ally and finding themselves hired as guards for the t uh, for the night, Team A were able to ensure the Baron's guards during the festival would be willing to take him prisoner at a key signal. Meanwhile, Theo, Jonor, and Tithla, Team 1, immediately drew attention to themselves and were forced to flee the town square, hiding in back streets until they were able to meet up with Nikolai Wachter. The long-running feud between the Walker family and the Velakovich family was more than enough to convince Nikolai to promise the assistance of some of his guards to take the Baron prisoner when the coup was launched. We left off last session as the team, sorry, as Team A returned to the guardhouse, planning on taking care of Captain Akros. We're actually going to jump over to Team One, however. Yes. Team One. Last we left off, you were discussing where you wanted to meet up with the others. So team one was obviously uh, Tithla, Theo, and Jonor. Uh, as the three of you leave the Wachter grounds and begin walking back through the town, surprisingly, you're not greeted by the sight of wanted posters bearing your faces, uh, proclaiming wanted for questioning by the Baron. <laughs> um, I don't know why that would have happened yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's not there. You don't you don't see any of that. There's no Weird detail there. to put in for something that's irrelevant. Yeah. yeah exactly irrelevant exactly um as you begin heading back through the town you can see that the preparations for the festival are nearing completion a vast pyre has been constructed in the very center of the town eclipsing the fountain that was once there the fountain itself has been lost beneath these piles of wood and this enormous structure designed to support what looks eerily like a scaffold, but rather than having a crossbeam hung with ropes for nooses, you see what could only be described as hanging shackles from iron rings embedded in the top of these wooden posts. All around yeah, you can see 
Don't love that. Yeah, that's fair. Don't love that. <laughs> All around you can see various members of the town finishing up stacking uh, sticks and uh, kindling up against the base of this structure. Hanging from the ceilings and from the roofs, uh, what could only be described as massive banners of this red and yellow fabric, painted with a beautiful image of a sun blazing on this red background, gold thread at the borders, joining it together and providing this almost um, slightly iridescent reflective sun on the, on the red fabric. Standing only 30 meters away from you, surrounded by a group of the town guards, you spy Baron Vargas Velakovich. Broad, insane grin showing far too many teeth plastered across his face. It almost looks like he is conducting an investigation of the structure that has been created. You watch as he comes up to the steps, begins peering underneath, and asks some questions of an older man, long gray beard, tied in a few different places, um, slightly hunched over back as if he can't stand up straight, consulting a, a piece of parchment that he occasionally will uh, occasionally looks up from to, to answer the Baron's questions. At this point, you're probably a little bit too far away to hear what the Baron is saying, but from your position, it clearly looks like there is some discussion involving the structure and even though the baron is smiling like a maniac i'd say anyone with a passive perception of 14 or higher notices his left eye occasionally twitching hmm. i pass over to well, all um, of you i think it's pretty clear we should not get too close to the baron um because after all, Jonor is still wanted by him for breaking into his house, and I mean, we don't want to be associated with that. Yes, and, that uh, would be terrible to, you know, be wanted by these people. But the Baron, he looks um, kind of pissed off, so yeah. I could turn to a cockroach and go go spy on him. He Ooh, looks yeah, on edge. I, I could turn into a goblin and sneak over. I think the cockroach might be a little less conspicuous okay i just thought i'd offer i just want everyone to have options and to you can't really turn into a goblin because you're kind of stuck being a bit disfigured no oh i thought i thought you were gonna say because i was already a goblin and i was gonna turn away and then turn and say look i've turned into a goblin but no you just decided to go for the disfigured <laughs> so you really wanting to get that joke out there. to the point where he has to <laughs> almost flat out ignore what the other person said just to twist it into what he wanted the joke to be <laughs> really committing to his pun there um i don't know what you're saying i'm just explaining what i what i didn't really because like, i didn't do it that's that's not just digging yourself into that position that's almost establishing a beachhead like trenching yourself in <laughs> preparing for some sort of conflict just so that you can get that uh, that pun out Congrats strongly of the opinion that a good joke is better once it's explained <laughs> Perfect. I think. Uh, I think. I don't even. I, I don't really have a response. I was going to say. I think no one would agree with you, but I know for a fact there's at least two people here who would agree with you because they often do that for fun too to troll me. So <laughs> probably fair. It is fun. I often uh, like yeah, doing it too. I'm probably avoid avoid that one because he's um, probably. Uh, I reckon he doesn't like me. Well, um, if you, I think we should meet back up at the church. Um, get Ismar, get Arena, and meet up with the others. Um, confirm the plan that we definitely fleshed out before we left. 
Um, I'll turn into a cockroach and get get the info on the Baron and then meet you back there. You take the back, kids. Would you like us to sort of just hide over here, just in case something goes wrong with you? Yeah, that's pretty. And then we're not abandoning you. Yeah, that's that's fun too. Um, I just didn't didn't want Jonah to be spotted. Well, Jonah's got a hood on. Yeah, Yeah, correction. Jonah doesn't have a hood on. Jonah's currently wearing the long duster coat that uh, Luther wears normally. Jonah, I know I've offered you my cloak once or twice. Would you like it to wear as a hood? Look, I really think this one fits me a bit better, and that, that's more of a just like kind of only does the waist. Yeah, but actually, just no, as a only... hood to cover your head. Yeah, actually, the hood. I'll take you that. You know so what? That works the very color well. mismatch. It wouldn't work for your eyes. Never mind. Oh, you re- really push and push <laughs> and pull there. Uh, can't can't get a read of you. <laughs> Wait, you can read. That's because you got all the books. Makes sense. No, no, we covered this. You will not be reading any more of those books. <laughs> that went pretty poorly. Hey, well, don't you have a cockroach to be? Very fair. All right. I, it's roaching time. Oh, that's not catching on. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> roaching time. It's roaching you... time. Yes, he always goes into a roach. This is 100% now. Yeah. Right. So you're, 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 so on a gift. your official Theodore t-shirt will now have it's you as Theodore and then a cockroach underneath and also it's roach in time. Or maybe a cockroach on the back and it just says it's roach in time. Yeah. If you would buy that t-shirt, let me know in chat and I will create it. Come on, chat, if, get behind this. If no one responds, <laughs> I feel vindicated. Um, as you as you just duck behind into the nearby alley. No, you don't count. Um, as you duck behind <laughs> into the nearby alley and... Um, transform into a uh, transform into a cockroach and begin scuttling back out actually yeah it's a pretty big distance for you to cover to get into the very center of the town square so while you're scuttling across i will get you to quickly roll me a survival check uh please Theo. not to get smushed see I, i'm just channeling my like inner bug from mulan that's what i'm i'm a, I'm, I'm a lo- very lucky bug so you're hoping to be immortal is what i'm hearing um, I am a cockroach. And Eddie Murphy. I think Eddie Murphy was the dragon, actually. I think the cricket well, didn't yes. have a... The cricket no, didn't have cricket no wasn't voiced. Yeah. <laughs> I tried, okay? I tried. Isn't that what we're all here for? Are we just here to have a go? Yeah. Okay, have a go at you. Uh, could you please roll me a survival did, check? Did that come through? Uh, it did not, but I... Okay, so we're having still problems. I got a 25, by the way. I, I rolled a 19 and it's plus six. Sweetness. That's okay. I'll, what I'll do is I'll pull open the campaign log in D&D Beyond and I can incorporate that as our roll until roll 20 starts working. Again. If I get a lot of suspicious 25s, just don't don't question too much of it, really. Uh, no, I'm gonna. I'm probably going to question it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just set that up so that we can see your uh, see your rules. I'll do that in a second. Um, as you as you begin staring through, oh, no good. I, I thought for a second people were wanting the roach T-shirt, but thank God, no, it's, it's don't worry, it's something else. Um, as you begin uh, transforming into roach form and take off across the the ground, booted feet slam down around you, occasionally causing your little roach body to sort of bounce up. For a moment roach, and then roach. as the passing wind sort of knocks you aside you manage to stay out from underneath the footfall dodging from patches of shadowed over um, so sections where the cobblestone rises up and creates a little trench and shadow underneath uh, as well as sort of some of the random junk because of the massive amount of twigs and branches that are being collected to create this pyre there's a lot of 
dead leaf litter kind of covering the center of the town from trees that have been stripped or from and left to dry out some of those leaves have then fallen off as they've transported these branches through uh, giving you pretty good cover to get to the pyre as you approach the pyre theo and scuttle underneath uh, a section of the uh, the bundled sticks you begin uh, picking up the baron's voice amongst the guards and the general hubbub and commotion of the town square. What I want to know is why you have only built three. I clearly requested five. There's a slight pause and you hear another voice respond, which you presume to be the voice of the old man. Oh, well, you must understand, your grace, that uh, we we were only uh, only originally briefed for three. Um, if you had sent through a message uh, asking us uh, earlier today, or even yesterday, to update this design with, uh, with a fourth and fifth post, uh, I'm sure we could have accommodated, but it is, it's too late now, Your Grace. The, the structure has been completed, and uh, we, will, we will be unable to make any further additions. I'm sorry. It sounded like you were telling me no. There's a brief pause. I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Your Grace, but it cannot be done. I, we cannot add uh, another... But at this point, the structure will become unbalanced and it could collapse at any moment if we were to, to try and add. But without the support beams, which we've already added in, there's, there's nothing more we can do, Your Grace. There's a small pause. And then you hear, Oh, well, we will need a sick then. Please, guards, take this man into custody. I will deal with him later. We will find his replacement. Where are these carpenters? We will find them now, okay? No, no, please, your grace. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. As you hear the sound of a bit of a commotion, there's a pause again, and then you hear, So, no problem making the fourth and fifth then? No, no, no problem, your grace, of course, no problem. And what is that on your face? That does not look like a beautiful smile. Remember, smiles go for miles. Uh, yes, your grace, smiles go, go for miles. I will, um, I will source some additional wood. I will uh, head to Arisex Stockyard once, uh, once, my lord, uh, your grace. Uh. Of course. Hurry along. And remember, if Arisex puts up a fight, remember he owes me, okay? Just let him know. Uh, of course, your grace. Uh, of course. And then the sound of shuffling footsteps. And as the old man heads off, you hear the voice of a third person. You presume to be one of the guards. You weren't, too. Uh, you weren't really gonna haul old uh, Clovis up on top of the uh, pie, were you, sir? Been a very good friend of my father's for many years. So you were you were just trying to get him to cooperate. No, if anyone disobeys me, they will find themselves on top of this pile tonight. Okay? Uh, of course, your grace. Well, now that that is dealt with, we need to go and oversee the banners. Head over there at once. Chop chop. And with that, you hear the sound of footsteps walking away, Theo. All right, I begin my my scuttle back. Uh, as you scuttle your way back, uh, while that's been going on, Tithla and Junor, what would the two of you be doing? That can't be good. So, you come here often? <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I'm, I mostly um, go here just to watch our friends run around the town centre, but... Um... Yes. I imagine we've gotten behind a bunch of barrels and are trying to look inconspicuous, uh, but also like glance over in their direction. Jonah, can I discuss something with you? Yeah, absolutely, Tithel. What's 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 on your mind? What 
What's wrong? I I think we're both at fault here. I keep bringing it up and, and making jokes about it. And you did try and buy me. And I think we should... <laughs> I think we should air it out and then we can move past it. Well... What, how do you feel about it then, Tesla? Well, not great because you know you tried to buy me. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's an understandable feeling. Um, Thank you for validating you, my have, feelings. How do you feel, feel about, about it? Um, I feel like there could be a misunderstanding. Um, do you know what I might have said about this along the way? Can you can you uh, recite what my perspective is, perhaps? Uh well. Well, I thought your perspective was to try and buy me, but I, I'm willing in to show of good faith to hear you out that perhaps, as you've just said, there was some misunderstanding. Yeah, that is very mature, Tithler. I, I greatly trying. appreciate that. Um, I'm really trying. I think there's, there's a wonderful thing called a, um, a scholarship, and that's where um, people with uh, ability can uh, use those, uh, grow those abilities and have an exchange of money uh, for, for those skills. And uh, you, you're, Sorry, you're, you're just saying talent, that you exchange the money for my skills? Is that what you said? For a temporary period of time with uh, all parties consenting to the arrangement. Okay. So when I didn't want to go, I know I'm here now and I've chosen to go and now I'm not getting any money. Yeah, look, at, you know, funds could have been helpful for uh, your mother dear, but it's just the, the way it didn't play out, so. Um, so, wait, you would have paid her money and I would have still oh, been yeah. here and now she doesn't have that and is probably having to work late or because I didn't want to go. This you're, is uh, my you're fault. No, you're, you're on a journey now getting stronger and you'll be able to tackle anything that comes towards you when you return back. That's what's happening. But it's my fault that she didn't get any money then and she's having to work late. But I don't I don't think that's... Uh, it wouldn't be too different than normal. I think you're okay. I think she'll be okay. Well, because I'm normally there to look after her. You know what? We're getting off topic. We're getting off topic. So... Are you doubling down on the fact that you were offering money for me to come along with you? Is that what's happening here? Because I'm yeah, trying to understand uh, and I'm struggling. Yeah, that's that's exactly what the what I'm saying. Okay then. Well, I guess we'll just wait for the cockroach to return. The cockroach returns at that point, for the love of God. Um, <laughs> rush, rush. Do you transform back or do you guys just watch as a cockroach scuttles out from underneath? I, mean, I have an hour of it. I'm probably just going to crawl up Jonor. Um, just chill on, chill on his shoulder. Um, just in case I need to re, re, do, do further roachy stuff. Uh, Jonor, a cockroach, runs out from the cobblestones up the side of your leg and up your jacket. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then uh, onto your shoulder. <laughs> And then uh, clacks its mandibles right in your ear, making this scritching noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Soothing. Soothing. A little bit of ASMR for you. Yeah. <laughs> ASMR. That's what the R stands for. It's Roche. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is it? Autonomous Sensory Meridian Roche. Meridian Roche. Roche. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's another t-shirt idea. I'm just, I'm just basically just supplying your merch train for that is, the free that is definitely a shirt I could get behind. I was going to, as an April Fool's joke, do a the lost ASM archives where I did like a, an ASMR thing and then partway through just screamed into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but I wisely so thought better of it. But maybe now I'll do the <laughs> do the lost ASM roach archives and it's just roach asmr or like AMS, some roach audio <laughs> and then just i'll just get you to go roach roach for the background roach, roach. yeah exactly um perfect well let's jump back over to team a uh while team one rest on their laurels and enjoy some well-earned rest well-earned yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably, over here, mate. probably a bit generous uh grinner luthor and killian uh Luthor and Killian, you watch as Grinner just walks next door into the room, chats to the captain for a bit, challenges him to a drinking contest, and then runs off to go and purchase some alcohol. The whole time this has been going on, you were in the break room next to this uh, <laughs> captain's captain's office. You have no idea whether or not he knows you're there, and Grinner does not seem to be waiting for you. You watch as Grinner rushes past and heads down the stairs and disappears from view, leaving yeah, Killian and Luthor just kind of standing there in this room probably a little bit confused um okay um i guess like yeah how do we hmm i don't know what to do from here grinners just run off and so um okay um i guess that's what do you think we should do killing i'm a bit a bit lost here to be honest yeah. uh, do you think we should just wait or do something do, do we let them drink themselves into the is is grinner going to be uh well i think um i definitely think that grinner shouldn't get absolutely you know i'm sorry to uh curse here but i don't really want him to get fucked so um <laughs> i guess um i mean like he's over here he's not really paying attention maybe we can uh this to is help, a mess hall, like you said, so there's food around, isn't there? And to help like you that. out as well, uh, Jared, because you weren't here last session, there was a brief discussion about going and trying to purchase some lunar, sure. sorry, some solar lily or some valerian root from yeah, okay. uh, a, yeah. a local alchemist, if there was one, a herbalist, or heading to the Gunther's, like Arasek stockyard and seeing if he had any in stock. Grinner... I would say you don't you don't think has remembered that and has just gone to go get boots. I don't think we have that time. <laughs> I think he's just run off. He's coming back very shortly, probably. Um, hmm. Maybe. Maybe what we can do. Um, I got pretty fast hands. Um, I'm not too bad. Maybe what I can do is maybe I'll be the uh, the judge for the drink off per se. Um, and. He's already past the point of being, you know, he's belligerent. He's not really paying attention. So if I'm able to do some shenanigans, I might be able to uh, give good old uh, Grinner here some water instead of uh, whiskey so he doesn't get uh, too drunk, I guess, before tonight. So maybe that's something we could try. Or I guess we could still try and find some, um, well, some uh, solar lily. I don't remember that exactly. I'm pretty sure it was Villier and Root. No, Jacob, Jacob went back to <laughs> find the exact audio. <laughs> and 
And to, to, to the people going, why didn't you listen to the previous episode? Oh, it's because it was over a year ago, guys. I don't listen to every single <laughs> session uh, one day after the next. I it was that that the last time we mentioned the Solar Lily was it was almost I think thirteen months ago. Only because you don't care about us. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. Um, I've already apologised for that. I'm sorry, Jacob. You were right. I was wrong. We're a team. We're all on the same side. <laughs> Sorry, us. You're the enemy. Are yeah, we? yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure we're clear on that. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> he he seems to be in a uh, relatively drunk state already. The no, he he's already Captain. forgotten the plan. He's already forgotten the plan. Oh, oh a Grinner. Oh, oh, yeah. No, he's. I think we're talking about Grinner there. He's always punch drunk. So uh, what was no, that no, caught me off guard? But no, the captain, hundred percent. I think you got a keen eye there. So um. I guess, uh, I mean, do you know any places around town that would be able to sell any of those um, plants that might put him to sleep? You've obviously, you've had more time in this uh, town than I have. I believe there is a herbalist shop um, that we could go to to pick up the roots. I remember being told that it must have been a week ago. Um, uh, We could also talk to this man ourselves and see if we can get him to maybe leave well I guess if we're going to do anything we're going to do it quick because uh, Gruner looks a little too giddy for, to be honest for expediency's okay, um, sake Gruner you're heading to I think we said the, the blue road it's up to you you could go to the blue water inn or you could head to you know Gunther has booze you know the blue water inn has booze they're probably the two places in town you know for a fact have booze which is closer? The Blue Water Inn by far. It's probably only like a brisk 10-minute walk. Yeah, I'll, I'll be heading there. Um, what was the captain's name again? I'm being a good boy and writing some notes down to Across. <laughs> A-C-K-R-U-S. Across. I would have destroyed that name. Um, cool. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to the Blue Water. Perfect. All right. You head, I'm going to say for the, again, speed this up. You head to the Blue Water Inn. What do you want to buy? Spirits? Beer? I'm going to get, um, I'm going to get a, two demijohns of beer. Yep. And a bottle of spirits. Okay. And I'm going to tip half of one demijohn out and fill it with spirits. Okay. (laughs) Alrighty. Um, I would say that, uh, so just checking, what would you be purchasing, like in terms of spirits, just the cheapest like moonshine possible, I'm guessing? Yeah, but if I'm doing that, I'm probably only tipping out a much smaller fraction from the Demijohn. I just, I want it to be spiked, but I don't want it to be crazy. Like I don't want it to be noticeably spiked. Yeah, okay, no so problem at all. happy, I'll, I'll get the cheap shit but I want it to be either really flavorful beer that's got yep. a lot going on or just bullshit spirits. Uh, luckily for you, um, the Blue Water Inn does have a particularly sweeter uh, a Hefeweizen, a, a wheat beer, which is a much more fruity sweet beer, which will mask any stronger spirits you would add quite well. In fact, as you, as you talk to um, the innkeeper, um, who is uh, one of the Markoviches, uh, Damien, he nods, um, directs you towards these two pitches, hands them over, as well as a bottle 
of what he describes as um, this is really only useful for paint stripper. Uh, I would advise drinking no more than three thimblefuls of this unless you want to be spending the next three weeks with a headache. All right, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Uh, what owe what you? Uh, in total, for the, uh, the two, uh, two demijohns of ale, it's only going to be six copper pieces. Sorry, six silver pieces total for those two demijohns, and then for this frankly dangerous moonshine. This was uh, provided by one of our local uh, hobbyists. Uh, it's only going to set you back about four gold pieces, mainly because I can't actually sell this to people safely. Right. All right. I, I'm going to put um, just five gold on the table. There you go. Oh, Do you want me to you. cover that with a group bank? You are not there. Nope. Yeah, but I'm doing group bank. My character just has all the gold. That's I've I never Grin hasn't is... put any of his money in with the pot. Fair enough. This is why <laughs> I, didn't uh, think I didn't think I was physically carrying it. Split splitting the party. Yeah, well, I think you're the one with the uh, you're the one with the pouch that's got the uh, got the gold in it, aren't you? Physically. The one with the electronic sheet that has all the gold in oh, it. <laughs> Grinner, you pick all up right, your drink right. and you begin heading back. Uh Luthor and Killian. Um, you've got, you reckon, about probably 20, 25 minutes until Grinner gets back. Like, you've got some time to kill. Alright, so what do you think? What should we do? Uh, should we try to get him to leave? Should we let uh, Grinner go through with his plan? Uh... I mean... I mean, look, I... I... What I've seen from Gruner today, I don't normally see from him, so it's good for him to take some initiative and uh, for some of his plans to actually come to fruition, to be honest, they never ever go that way, so it, I, I'm actually quite speechless, to be honest, but today, he's actually done really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, do we keep trusting him, I guess? like He's doing pretty good. I hate to... Uh, okay. Let's keep trusting him. And I mean, and worst uh, case scenario, we just uh, if, he, if the guy gets too drunk, we just say we're taking him fishing and leave him at the lake. Yes, leave him in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I might try the uh, I might try my nifty little thing of at least sort of um, changing some of Grinner's uh, drinks with some water, just in case he doesn't get. I don't want him to be fully intoxicated for tonight. So. Um, I think that's I might I might yeah be the mediator if that's all right with you. It's um by all means you're more than welcome to step in if you want to do that. No, no, I'll, I'll let you do that. I will um, I, you have a, a whole hand more, more than I do, so it would be easier for you. I will just uh, stand in the corner and provide backup if if needed. I mean that's very fair. Uh, I, I look at his uh, stump and I. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess, like, I mean, you can get the, the blood hand, but that might be a little bit alarming, so. Yes, no, no the, uh, and, and I'll summon, I'll use mage hand, and it comes, blood comes out of the pot and forms a hand on the stump, and I just give him a thumbs up, and then it disappears <laughs> back into the pot. <laughs> so necessary. Um, but no, um, yeah, you're, you're definitely, like, I don't know much about magic, so um, you're definitely someone that, uses magic so if you have any any tricks or anything you want to sort of employ during it by all means please um you're free reign we, we need to have Grinner come out of this as uh, best as in shape as he can be and this guy completely just drunk in his chair 
Yes, no, I do have something that I can do, but I want to uh, uh, put put some trust and faith into Grinner's plan first. Perfect. All right. I guess, yes. look, Grinner's been doing good today. I don't really want to throw off his mojo. But I just, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're kind of looking for a pitcher of water and some mugs that you can use to help serve the alcohol. Uh, you're in what looks to be a nicer break room as you have a bit of a look around Luther, you get the sense that probably this isn't just for all the guards this is for those guards who have been afforded the privilege yeah of... so what I'm thinking of yeah, um, because actually a good actually that's a good question being a dampier obviously I, I need blood to sustain me do I still need water and stuff like that I would say that while you are well fed i.e. You've, you've consumed an adequate supply of blood, your thirst for water is much lower. You, you drink a lot less water than, than other people, okay. mainly because you get a lot of your water from the blood itself. Blood yep. is, I think, from memory, about 70 to 80% water I guess, anyway. I guess what I'm angling at here is I obviously have, like, a water skin for the blood. Do I have, like, a little mini water skin for, like, water uh, that I, I don't sully? Probably you would. You, you would need that for travel. Yeah, you probably would. Okay, yeah. cool. Because I'm going to use that. So instead of having like a picture, I'll have like I'll have this water skin filled up. I'm not going to just give Grinner everything, but when I like do the pouring, I'll then like quickly put some like sometimes into his like glass of water a quick little trickle of water from the um from the water skin just to break up the alcohol. So one shot will be some alcohol, then maybe two shots will be water, and you know sort of thing. Um, that's what I'm hoping. But I don't know what Grinner's going to react to it, so we'll see what he says. No, no, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, I've been corrected. Blood is 51% water. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of cells in that, apparently. A lot of cells. Well, that makes sense, Sprite, because it's it's primarily designed to transport oxygen from here to here. So it makes sense that it's mostly those cells, or at least 50%. Those are my two favorite places of the body, is here and here. Podcast listeners, (laughs) Jacob's pointing to his mouth and then all of him, uh, which... Mimicking what Owen just did. I, I bet uh, that's not canon because I didn't say it, so it doesn't. Ah, uh, well, <laughs> true. I, I didn't see it. Owen never did that. Thank you, Raf. Yeah, brown nosing is going to make you. me clip it out again and play it back for you all. <laughs> you know I'll do it because you know he will. <laughs> Even a year on, he'll do it. Um, Grinner, you arrive back uh, as you head upstairs. You see Killian and Luther still very quiet, trying not to draw too much attention to themselves or make too much noise in the break room on the other side of the top of the stairs. Um, in the room beyond, as you come up the stairs, you can see the captain still there rifling through papers. Uh, he's actually standing at this point and appears to be looking through the bookshelf for something. Um, as you, as Killian and Luther turn around, you see Grinner carrying two demijohns of what can only be described as this sloshing liquid and then has a glass bottle. So two demijohns, one under each arm and then a glass bottle between the fingers of his right hand, uh, which even with the cork in leaves this very like oily residue on the side of the bottle as it moves around and there is as he approaches there is a smell coming from the bottle a very potent alcohol smell even with the cork in place so as i came back across town i would have replaced a portion of one of the demijohns yes. with a portion of the spirits um, so the bottle's probably half full than the spirit bottle yeah, or I mean, I, Gwyn has been around booze. He he would fill it up as far as he would know it would go relatively undetected for someone already drunk. Yeah, do you want to make me 
I'd argue this would be a survival check too. Alright, let's see if I can survive it. Because it's kind of knowing how much flavor percentage 19 uh, <laughs> I, I i it kind of like it kind of makes sense for it to be a survival check-in that you're kind of like knowing how much to poison this where it's going to be undetectable it, it kind of sort of falls under that in my mind um I, I was tossing up whether to allow medicine but actually i think survival makes the most sense 19 grinner yeah i mean you you very precisely pour in like you, it's not the first time you've spiked a drink um You've snuck into enemy encampments before with a group of... This is going to require some explanation, so just give yeah. me a moment. You've, you've snuck behind enemy lines before and spiked their grog along with some other members of a special task force which can no longer be mentioned. Uh, you've done this once or twice in battles. I mean, you've been handed jobs in order to do things that people know you'll do, and Grin is capable and willing to do pretty much anything from the, the sounds of it at this point. So it's it's not been hard to convince Grinner to do this kind of shit before. If anything, Grinner, this on watch. He won't do that. He won't do that. <laughs> More than once. Um, <laughs> oh, after after abusing another NPC for it and driving him to the pits of despair. Uh, so, Grinner, as you as you sort of measure this, you take a few tastes. You get a bit of a hint, like you you, you get a bit of an understanding of what the flavor of this hefeweizen is, and then carry on until it's right at the threshold where you know a sober person could probably detect this is now a fortified ale. Um, but anyone who's even slightly inebriated, it's going to be very hard for them to detect easily. And you're pretty confident that you'll ride at the, the butter zone of what you can get away with. Great. All right. I will add as well, given that you're quite comfortable with um, alcohol, Grinner, even though Damien talked up this paint stripper a bit, I mean, you smell it, makes your eyes water a bit, which is impressive given how many... Uh, how many times you've uh, you've drunk in your life? Your eyes don't really get that water response anymore for the most most of it, but you do get a little bit of an eye watering sort of response from this. You get the distinct impression this was probably distilled from turnips. Um, there's just a hint of yeah. There's a bit of a flavour to the smell, if that makes any sense. There's a tone there that uh, yeah. yeah indicates kind of like a beetroot turnip kind of uh, rawness to it. Oh, okay. Yeah, this stuff's rough as guts. Um, uh, good. All right. Well, I get to the top of the stairs. I've got both demijohns yep. and the bottle. Um, I uh, just quickly. I just had a quick look at a demijohn is, and my idea of doing shots and switching the things suddenly <laughs> doesn't sound as viable. <laughs> demijohns are a little bit bigger. For those who aren't familiar with what a demijohn is, uh, a demijohn is normally anywhere between I think like three to six liters. Would you say, Raph? Uh, normally. It's normally three to ten liters anyway three ten liters um and it's normally a, a glass or porcelain uh jug with a small handle uh, sometimes with a, a wider mouth but mostly with a small mouth to essentially allow for fermentation in the bottle um and to allow for uh, for a, an ale or a beer or a mead to continue fermenting with a smaller aperture to stop uh, nasty microbes getting in so just yeah, Google not, it, everyone. Just Google it. Just Google Demijohn. Or Edge it. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> oh, please don't Edge it, Demijohn. <laughs> uh, just resisting no. saying... I'm resisting saying a word. Um, so as, you, as you get to the top of the stairs... <laughs> it's a character from Red Dwarf, uh, if anyone uh. who might get it. 
<laughs> just leave it at that. You get to the top of the stairs, Grinner, and you see uh, Joe. Uh, sorry, not Jonah. You see Killian and Luther standing there, looking a bit confused, as you emerge with this uh, with these uh, alcoholic beverages prepared. All right. I think what? I think I got this. I think. Wait. So you're both going to drink one of those each. Yeah. So oh, well, how? Well, hold on, kid. Where's old mate? Where's Where's that cross? Hey. He's over there for now, just rifling through some stuff. Yeah, all right. He doesn't even know this just at the moment. So I, I, I put the um, moonshine into Luther's hands. And that, all right. So I've got in, in one of these. I think it's, I think it's the left one. I've put Actually, a lot of. <laughs> I do have an important question. What did Grinner do with the Hefeweizen that he poured out of the demijohn? to top it up with the moonshine. He probably would have just tipped it out on the street, to be honest. Oh, Grinner, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a mission. He's, he's on the, okay, yeah, Grinner. He's on <laughs> duty. He's on duty tonight. I'm Grinner on a mission. Just okay. wanted to check if... Hey. Wanted to see if Grinner was starting this with a bit of a handicap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he always is, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, look, I'm two, I'm two drinks uh, in already, boys. I'm two drinks deep, but I had to make sure that I made this one appropriate for our friend. I think it's a left one. <laughs> Please come um, so yeah, I've got uh, I've put some of that in in this I've, I'm yeah in this one and uh, grin as you sniff. It's very hard to tell. You've done a, you you balanced it almost perfectly. <laughs> it's not immediately obvious to you. So I think what I've got to do is I've got to go in there. And I've got to say to him right. I've got to say to him. I've got to say to our cross right, the captain. Yeah, I'm going to say to him that I'm going to uh, we we're going to have a bet who can drink all of this fucking demijohn, one each, all the way to the bottom, fastest wits, standing on their feet. What's your record? Wait, so um, what state shall you be in for tonight then? Oh, it's just it's just beer, mate. It's like fucking water. But the other one, the other one's got all of that in it, and I'm pretty sure it's a lot stronger. So I think, you know, it, it'll be fine. It's like, you know, it, it's not even alcohol, really, at this point. I mean, I mean, if you if you feel confident in the plan, then let's go for it. All right, uh, you know, worst case scenario, we just stab him, right? Would you (laughs) like? No, no, definitely no stabs. It's worst case. I said worst case, right? Would you like to bring us two in as your? witnesses to the competition well well actually i had a thought on that right i i had a thought if you lot are sitting out here pretending like you're off duty just doing your thing right and i go in there and i say right we need an independent group of people to be the referees (laughs) on this and you lot are out here i reckon that's the best way to go what do you reckon so that's a good idea. Is there anything we can do to put this even more in our favor? Is there any little other little tricks we can employ? Hey, stab him. That's... I, I have one or two magical abilities that I could use on him, maybe. Oh, Killian, you know what? You know what might surprise me, eh? <laughs> hey, let's see what happens. 
say now this um is definitely not to my better judgment i was well i had a plan but you when when you brought those things in that changed it so um well, hold on. What, what were you thinking? I guess, you know, there's, there's, there's oh, still... well, I thought no, I thought you were going to do shots. I didn't realize you were going to do this. So, I was going to actually sort of, sort of slide a hand some of the um, some of your shots with water, but I can't really do that now. So, yeah. I, I, I think. Um, look, you are sure you you'll be coherent for tonight at least? Yeah, like, mate. Yeah. Look, remember, it's... you're going to be up on the, uh, you know, on that wooden structure with us with the other guards. You know, Lufa, I'll let you in on a little secret, mate. I don't tell many people this. I'll let you in on a secret, mate. Get closer. Okay. Yeah, right. Oop. Yep, that smell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That smells strong. Um, yeah. It's not on your breath. Well, see, that's where I'm going with this, mate. Here's my secret. I'm always drunk. Right? So Always. Yeah. So we should be right. How do you even manage that? Do you just, like, in your when you're asleep, do you just passively just drink? Well, oh, it's more aggressively drinking, mate, than passively, honestly, at this point. Well, okay, um... Oh, man. I keep... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I guess uh, I'll have to trust her in this one. Well, look, Lufa, you know, worst case scenario, mate, if we're both still standing by the time we down these junks, right, you've, you've got that half bottle that I just gave you, you make something work. I worst case you. scenario, I just knock him out. Well... I've already told you worst case, but if you're going to knock him out, all right. And then we can just make him look like he's covered in alcohol and just drunk and stupid. Yeah, so or we, we knock I him out. I guess that can work. We knock him out and then we force the rest of that moonshine down his throat. I mean, we don't need out. to kill him with alcohol poisoning. Well, I mean, he's on his way out already. Look at him. <laughs> all right, look... I mean, to my better judgment, I leave this in your hands. I feel vindicated. Did I say I'm that scared. Right? All right, let's do it. <laughs> Chris, I, I, quickly, I will, as he runs in, I will quickly say to Killian, this could go pear-shaped, so just be ready. <laughs> I would definitely be ready. More than could, I think. I mean, like, I, I we should have, we really should have went and got that Valyrian root. <laughs> or that Solar Lily. As Grinner steps into the next room, uh, it takes a moment, Grinner, for uh, for Captain Akros to, to turn around. But as he does so, he sort of peers at you through these very, like, bloodshot, bloated eyes. Gizzard goes, Oh, you're back, are ya? I What'd try you to get? salute with a demijohn in one hand. <laughs> There's a hollow thunk <laughs> as the liquid sloshes. What, what'd you get? You got more piss, but, I swear to God, mate. You're going to be running around the outside of this building holding a trudging above your head. Well, you told me to go get more piss, mate. You, you said, right, you said... I told you to get the good shit. What'd you get? Oh, no, it's good piss. It, it's I got their top-tier beer, mate. It's the good shit. What is it, then? Oh, fucking some sort of wheat beer, mate. It smells good. Wheat beer? Oh, fucking hate wheat beer. And then he leans over and tries to take the demi, one of the demijohns off you. Well, well hold on, Captain. Hold on a moment here. We, we need to set the, the ground rules for this little bit, don't we? I don't know, you tell me. I thought we were just yeah. drinking. Whoever was left standing gets your month of uh, wages, what you said last yeah. time before you yeah, took that's off. Yeah, exactly, that's, that's dead set right. So I hand him the spiked one. 
I say, okay. first to the bottom, still standing, gets the wages. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Takes off the cork, has a sniff and goes, oh, this doesn't smell, this doesn't smell half bad. Where'd you get this from? You weren't, uh, you weren't long enough to have gone to RSX place. Where'd no, you go to, you went blue water Blue water, in. blue water. Cost me fucking six gold, but should be good. He like gives it a bit of a sniff again. Has a little experimental swig. Yeah, all right, this will do. You want a witness oh, or something? Yeah, Jesus, Jesus. Do do we need what? Oh, it's up to you. I fucking care. You'll be on the floor. Oh, I just don't want you going fun. back on. I don't want you going back on your month's worth of pay, boy. But then again, I don't really care because I'm the one who signs off on your pay slip. So, well, there's there's some there's some people out there. What do you reckon? What? He like leans around and looks and sees Luther and Killian. What are you guys doing? Are you kind of like standing there? Uh, are you just sitting down think, trying to act nonchalant? I think I'm going to try and act nonchalant. Like I've just got some rations and I'm picking at them. And yeah. I guess I'll just have a just a conversation with Killian. Just Killian's make there natural. giving you a thumbs up with his blood hand. <laughs> <laughs> you, know how, um, you know how stage actors in the back or extras in the background do the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing. <laughs> We're doing that in the background. Okay, actually, we'll Killian, as in- you. As uh, as oh, okay. he comes in, you hear the sound of someone calling out, I will not talk back to a superior officer, coming from outside the window. As <laughs> uh, <laughs> you peer out the window, looking over the yard, you see a young man with a trudgeon held above his head, running around, sweating profusely, stumble over a section of cobblestones, trip and fall, pick himself up, raise the uh, trudgeon above his head, and take off again at a brisk jog. It is... Dog barks in this one's past. <laughs> What you lot? What are you doing here? You on break? Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, we're just on break, sir. I'm just having some. Uh, Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up and get in here. Okay, oh, yeah, no okay. issue. Um, sure. That's just sort of walk just, in. Did 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 your captain not just tell you to shut the fuck up? I didn't say a word. <laughs> why are you still, why are you swaying about like that? Get in here. Sit down. Stop moving about. You're making me feel dizzy. As. Uh, as he directs you back into the room, this this balding man with a very large pot belly takes a seat behind his desk, leans back into the chair, which creaks ominously under his weight. All right, watch, watch me drink this fucker under the table. All right. Yeah. Oh, so Hello, you okay. lot who I've never seen before. Can you make me a performance check, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Or a deception uh, check. Your choice. It's gonna be bad. Um, yeah, it's going to be deception. Oh, natural what? 20. Hang on. How do you lot know each other? You all work for the same guardhouse. Have you just yeah. always been on different shifts or something? Night shift, day shift, mate. How the fuck do you not know each other? Are we not rotating these shifts around properly? Oh, I fucking speak to Amelia about this. As he genuinely finds it confusing that you would not know each other. <laughs> <laughs> But goes along with it, yeah. Natural twenty. Well, I very don't tend to see a lot of the guards because I myself are fishing, so I'm always out there at the lake. Yes, I did hear that there is a, currently a, a fishing expedition happening at uh, Lake Zarovich at the minute. So that might be an idea to after this, but by all means, we're here now for the drink contest. Are you telling me that some of our some of our well-employed, well-paid guards are bludging off having a fishing trip down at the uh, on our breaks? Yes. Yeah, I, I happen to know that it is a longer walk to the lake and back 
that you would ever hope to catch a fish with your break. I'm very, I'm very athletic. Oh, well, whoop de fucking do Anyway, that's, uh, that's all idle chit-chat. <laughs> By all means, uh, dive in. Let's, uh, let's see this little shindig happen. Captain Akros looks towards you, Grinner, gives you a bit of a, a look through his bloated piggy eyes, and then picks up the demijohn and takes a big swig. Uh, Grinner, are you doing the same? Yeah, I'm trying to down the entire thing. You're trying to down the entire thing. <laughs> that was the point. First to the bottom wins. Okay, I'm going to need you to make uh, me a uh, constitution saving throw, followed by a constitution saving throw. <laughs> okay. Uh, one for halfway, uh, one for three quarters. The first the first quarter, not a problem. It's just a wheat beer. Okay, uh, the first one is a 12. As you get about halfway through the bottle, oh, Grinner, that's better. You start to slow down a little bit. I mean, this is this is fairly okay wheat beer. I don't know what Grinner's personal preferences are for beers, but this is actually quite a nice wheat beer. It's clearly been fermented for the uh, like a very very appropriate amount of time. There's none of the sort of like yeasty aftertaste left over. Uh, it's been clearly dry hopped. It's quite um, refreshing. Not too much bitterness. More of a sweetness because of the wheat. There's almost like a little bit of like a banana kind of sweetness to it as well, like banana notes. It's really quite nice. It's not super bready like some wheat beers are. It's a bit more fruity. But as you sort of get about halfway, you find yourself slowing a bit, not because of the alcohol, just because of how much liquid you are trying to put into your body. This is a six liter Demijohn, and you are trying to drink this all as quickly as possible. Your stomach begins protesting rapidly at its sudden and unexpected expansion that it is having to do to accommodate this volume of liquid inside you as you down three litres. Luckily, though, as you look across, you can see that uh, Captain Akros is having a little bit of trouble. <laughs> he keeps having to sort of, like, stop and, like, take it down and go, look at you, like, double take, sort of smack his lips a bit, Go back to have another swig. Get Come about... on, give it. Go on, keep going. Do you... Oh shit! As yeah, as you as you start talking, he lowers the demijohn, looks at you, takes out his trudgeon and smacks it across one of your knees. Uh, does oh, a oh shit? <laughs> yeah, this Damn. man. This man's an asshole. Uh, does a fourteen hit you? I don't think it does. Does it? No, it doesn't actually. <laughs> <laughs> as he misses and sm- that actually is rather appropriate. As it as he misses and shatters the chair next to you, like a shut up, and then goes back in to try and drink more of this. Chew him on more. Drink. Chew <laughs> on more. Um, okay. Uh, for the next Constitution saving throw, Grinner twenty three. As you get to the last quarter, three quarters of this drunk, we're talking four liters of alcohol beer like filling up your stomach it's painful now you're getting a little bit of reflux every so often but you have drunk to forget drunk yourself into oblivion more times than you can probably remember partly because of the fact that you were drinking yourself (laughs) into oblivion so that's why it's happened so (laughs) your body has kind of like developed a bit of a response to this which is just denial and to pretend that it's not being abused in such an awful way by the frontal lobe that drives this ship um as the captain sails this titanic into the rocks once again the body and the crew they don't complain they just take it like a champ and just deal with it the reflux begins to settle down a little bit and you continue drinking in fact you sort of pause for a second and let out this almighty belch 
And suddenly there's a bit more room in your stomach again. You know, like suddenly there's another leader easy that you could fit in there and you keep going. Uh, I'm gonna get you to roll me one more constitution saving throw, please, to, to finish this entire thing and not throw up immediately. Um, can I position myself behind oh. the captain? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, He's He is listen. very much distracted right now, Killian. Yeah, <laughs> you, could, you could probably start picking his pockets with no consequences right now <laughs> as you watch him sway <laughs> ominously and attempt to try and drink more of this, uh, this concocted uh, potion that Grinner has come up with. I'm gonna move right up to his ear. Okay. Like, get proper close to his ear. Oh and my god, okay. By one good hand, I begin moving around, and blood comes out of the jar and just begins seeping itself into his ear. And I just say to him, <laughs> I, have a, uh, I have a suggestion for you. Uh, why don't oh. you take the rest of the day off, go to the lake, and uh, do a spot of fishing? And I'm going to cast Suggestion at third level. <laughs> I will make a Wisdom saving throw at disadvantage on account of him being absolutely fucking shit-faced right yes. now. Uh, I'm guessing a six is a fail, Killian. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> as, as he sort of like straightens for a moment, the swaying stops as the Suggestion begins to take hold. Yeah, I think I'm going to take the rest of the day off. God, like, it takes one more swig, sort of like puts the bottle down, still half full at this stage, stumbles over to the wall and grabs a, uh, a pike off the wall, got a fishing rod, puts it over his shoulder and then begins stumbling down the stairs and out the door. I might, um, as he's as he does that, I'll probably quickly take the pike off him and replace it with like a broom or something that's close by. <laughs> just so he doesn't like favorite anyone. Rod. Oh no, this is my favorite rod. Oh, thank you. Perfect. Thank you, just lass. So thank you, lass. You wanna you wanna come fishing with me, lass? I'll catch you a perch. I'll be right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of like double takes and looks at you and goes. Yeah, pretty young thing. Pretty girl. As he starts wandering down the stairs, takes off into yeah, the streets. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd uh, leave him alone for at least eight hours. <laughs> Perfect. That I, sounds good. Can I look at Killian and just blearily, after looking at the bottom of the jug that I've just finished, yeah. just say, Could you have done that a little bit sooner? <laughs> I was waiting for the right time. He looked drunk enough to do it. Um, you, you could have done that before he started his whole thing. I wanted to give you a shot at your plan. Okay. Killian, can I have you please roll me a D100, please? Just give a, give a Dundred a roll, because you've just sent a man who can't really walk straight off to go fishing. Oh, no. Uh, that's a 21. 21. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Killian. And he was never seen again, and that's not our fault. Thank you very much, Killian. Thank you. It's the guest characters killing people again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. Unintentionally this time, though. <laughs> Lies. Well, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily getting you to roll to see if he drowns. I'm just getting you to roll to see if he can make it from the town to the well, lake. That's the thing. <laughs> like, I'm not necessarily going to see if he dies, but he does die. <laughs> what was that? Sorry, what was that? Sorry, Josh. 
You're not so necessarily going to say he dies, but no, he's dead. <laughs> okay. Josh, what was that? Jacob, we got you. Josh, what was it you said? No, <laughs> you just said what? I said, Josh, what did you say again? Sorry. <laughs> Unless Josh, you've changed your name surprisingly you during the stream. I was just saying. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> 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 him. Josh, what were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> oh. Sorry, laughing too much for table shook. Um, <laughs> I said, at least he hasn't got vampire blood in him. Well, as far as yep. you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, um, as I will. Yeah. Is there okay. like is there a quick is there like a window in this room? Yeah. That we can yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a window looking out onto the courtyard in front of the guard's house, like in front of the guard. Okay, house, so that's okay, so that's quite visible yeah. then. Yeah. I'll take. I'll try and more discreetly take the bottles of alcohol with us. Um, so I can at least, um, what, so you can party down while people are getting burnt alive this afternoon or? No, it's probably good to at least dispose of Fair. the alcohol <laughs> that's been laced with stronger alcohol. <laughs> Fair point. Brilliant. So, yeah. With that, you guys have accomplished, as far as you were, accomplished your mission of removing, uh, Captain Akros from the, uh, from the stage. I will say, because I do feel bad, I don't, want, I don't want to send him off to die. I will say to a couple of the guards that um, are there that we as, had a as chat you head with downstairs, As you head downstairs, the guardhouse is almost deserted. Okay. As you have a bit of a look around, it looks like Amelia has taken off. Um, the only person who's there as you peek your heads down into the cellar is the scribe who is conducting oh, no, an order we'll of the guardhouse, and he is behind a locked gate. Um, if you yeah, do we'll not draw fine. too much attention to yourselves, he does not hear you, and he does not realise he is locked behind the gate. If <laughs> you allow Grinner to come down the stairs, no. he realises. No, we'll leave him be. <laughs> Perfect. Well, let's jump back across to Team 1. Oh. As you guys oh. begin making oh, your way... Yeah, <laughs> there's a cockroach on your shoulder, just like criteria. Um, as you begin making your way back towards the church, well, sorry, I should say, what did you guys want to do? I know that's what you said last time, but I should check in. Do you still want to do that? I think we should go back to the church. Yeah, well, that sounds great. We'll get out. I, I don't like being in public, honestly. Um, I point a little finger at um, at Theodore. Give him a message of ha happy to go to the church. You get six little roach-based finger guns. You can reply to this message. Journal. Uh, <laughs> Journal, I know you just, you don't like being in public. Is that because you're currently hunted by the town, local town's guard for crimes that you've committed? Or is it just more of a social anxiety thing? Tithla, I'm going to get you to roll a D100 as you say out loud, hunted by the town guard for crimes you've committed. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you really you guys are such a mess. 79. 79. Um, a woman walks past you and gives you a look, Tithler, but you're not sure whether it's the look of what has happened to this child that has led her to have green and red blistered skin like this or hunted by the <laughs> hunted by the town guard. Tithler sure. has the biggest grin and says, Hello! <laughs> the lady like turns and walks away very quickly. I think we should go. I, res I respond yeah. to, the, yeah, to, to the church. Yeah, Perfect. we're going to the church. As you guys make your way back through the town and arrive back at the church, you can see that um, Irina and um, Ismark have returned from their soiree or their journey out into the town. Uh, and they're actually joined by a, another figure, a figure that only Theo would recognize. Um, 
Joining them is a middle-aged man with a port, portly belly, dressed in almost like a jester's garb of green and yellow. Um, on his back, he has a large backpack with, is no fun, is no blinsky, uh, like just em embroidered across the back of this satchel on his back. You can see emerging from the pockets a number of small toys uh, that he has, as well as at his waist, uh, a large uh, a large coin pouch, uh, coin pouch, wow, a large coin pouch uh, that is jingling as he walks. Uh, he seems to be deep in conversation with Irina and Ismark uh, just inside the chapel entrance. And as you guys walk back in, Blinsky, you catch the end of what he's saying. No problem. I think perhaps it would be best if we were to uh, hand out lots of the little Ismarks at the events as children arrive. I will position myself at the front and make sure that I hand them out to all the little boys and girls that come. Yeah? Uh, you watch as Ismark kind of nods and goes, I, um, I still feel a little bit creepy about handing out like dolls of myself. Um, is there is there anything else you could do to help out apart from this? <laughs> no, this is the best way. You win the hearts and minds. You want to win the hearts of the children, no? Uh, I mean, they're not really, I'm not considering them as voters, but I guess if like, I, I don't I don't want the children's hatred. I certainly don't want that. Um, I guess. Ismark, uh, have you managed to? Yeah, he, he Ismark, sort of pauses and goes, to? oh, hi, oh, fantastic. Sorry, sorry, Blinsky, my friends are back. I need to I need to check in with this lot. Uh, Irina will help you out with anything that you need uh, from here on out. You watch as Irina just looks towards him, her eyes wide and shoots daggers at him. If looks could kill, Ismark would be buried six feet deep within seconds. Yes, of course. Uh, Blinsky, I will uh, come with me while Ismark chats to uh, chats to his friends. And then she gives you a bit of a panicked look over towards Tithla, Jonor. Oh, uh, sorry, just Tithla and Jonor because she does not know that the roach on Jonor's shoulder is Theo. Just looks a little bit panicked as if like, yeah, going to invite me too? At that point, I'll jump off the shoulder and morph back into a goat. It's goatin' time. Fantastic. Blinsky just turns around open mouthed as he watches a roach turn into a satyr. <gasps> oh, I am just getting amazing brainwave for toys that children will love. Transforming toys that turn from one thing into another. There will be more than meets the eye. I, I need to go back and work on this. This is, there is so much I could do with this. What if, what if one starts as like like a, a, a horse or like a cart and then it turns into some sort of like beast or large creature? I was thinking something like a uh, some sort of person who becomes an animal, maybe like an animal morph. An a an an no, 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 that's silly. That's silly. Well, I, no, it's not silly. It's a good idea. It's just not as good as my idea. I will make both. You, uh, hey, uh, good idea. little girl, good idea. little girl. He like bends down like on his knees. He goes, hello. Yes. Do, do you... Are you looking for fun things to help you enjoy life? Always. I'm always looking for fun things to help enjoy life. I have so many fun things in this bag that will make you happy. Would you like Hi, to look I'm through? Tisa. What's Hi, your name? I am Blinsky. Is no fun. Blinsky. Is no Blinsky. Yeah. Oh, I've Blinsky. heard about you. I don't think they're right. What have you got? I have so many things. And he begins opening up his satchel. While he does so, Ismark leans over towards you, Jonah, and he goes, he's distracted into the back room. 
Yes. <laughs> Irina like just like slides around, but Blinsky's Blinsky's full attention is on Tithla. A, a big beaming smile crosses his face as he genuinely there is no greater joy in this man's life than giving toys to children. You watch as he and like Tithla, opens up the satchel. Yeah. Tithla is giving her full attention to every single item that comes out. Oh First goodness. she grabs the Ismark item and she's like, oh my God, look, the hair's not quite right. And she'll like grab out her dagger and like starts to trim it up a little bit. And she's like, see, it's meant to be like that a little bit more. See? And then she looks oh. at the next one. Yeah, of course. Again. Did you see? I added a special thing. You can you can swap what he's holding. I have three options for thing he's holding. I have severed goat head. I have yeah. large curved sword, and I have this oh. this other bill of voting rights. I do not think it will sell as well as severed that goat one's head. That not but exciting. That's yeah, lame. I know. I, they they insist they insisted on this. I thought it's boring. Ah. They're lame. Goat head. Yeah, goat head. Yeah. Head in, can you do can he carry two can he have the goat head in one and then the curved sword in the other sure why not it's a winner <laughs> um as is, the- is is mark um yeah. can uh do we is it bad to leave her with him no 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 i think we're gonna have a like hours alone to discuss things if we wanted this is perfect like genuinely i think we're sorted like this is this is ideal um, if, right, if we wanted to leave through the back entrance and just leave Tithla and Blinsky out of tonight's events, if we didn't want to like put Tithla in harm's way, I genuinely think if we didn't interrupt them, they'd be going all night. They might completely thought, miss the um, festival. I thought the, Mr. Blinsky was an important part of our plan. Yeah, I, he's made a whole bunch of toys of me and handed them out. Uh, to be perfectly honest, like he, I find him a bit creepy. Oh, um, yeah, no, it's... A- I was feeling that for sure. I thought you had a, a great toy maker to to rally everyone, and then it kind of turned a, a little bit weird. No, I, I, look. Weirdly enough, I think it's actually kind of worked. Like I've had people waving at me in the streets since he started handing these things out to the kids. I, like I know this sounds bizarre, but actually, I think he's done a lot of good for this uh, restructuring of the town's leadership. He might be a little bit odd, but he is someone who's out to make the world more joyful and to that i have to give him credit Irina nods yeah i i i have to say at first i was a little bit skeptical but actually he seems really genuine uh, if not a little bit childlike himself maybe that is why he gets along so well with children and why he loves making toys for them mm. I, I genuinely when we went to go meet with him this morning he was playing with some of his toys on the counter of his shop <laughs> Just by himself, just playing with them. Like he had like a whole bunch of horses pulling a cart, and he was like doing like a a, a robbery of a of a wagon by the Vistani. It was he was doing the voices too. It was a sight to behold and hear. I mean, there's the smile on his no, the smile on his face is probably way better than the smile on that creepy Baron. That was exactly my point. A hundred percent. How how did you go? Have you? Uh, you were setting up to go and meet with the Wachter family, right? Yeah, that's right. And we've got more information about the current state of play as well from um, Theodore. So we we should just jump to the side room right now. Theodore, what, what did you what did you hear? Oh, yes. Oh, well, so first things first, we got the the extra guards from the Wachter family. Oh, so that fantastic. is all secured. We'll have I think eleven extra men to to help secure the area. That's fantastic. That's so good. Uh, the, and the Wokta, the Wokta soldiers. They, I mean, I know what you've told me about the Wokta family. Uh, 
Do you think you can trust them with this? A hundred percent. We've promised to aid the relatively new lord of the Wachter family's um, sister, um, or have been aiding them um, in improving her mental health. So I think the, the um, well, Nikolai has a... Nikolai. ...has a very vested interest in, in, in helping us. And it's given fantastic. what the Baron has done to his sister, I don't think he's any fan of her either. That That is excellent news. Obviously not excellent what happened to his sister, but excellent that your assistance and forging of this alliance has, has worked. From what I've heard, it doesn't sound like such a thing would have been possible with the, the Lady Fiona Wachter. Maybe it's for the best that that insane gnome was there. <laughs> uh, in a roundabout way, perhaps, um, it's unfortunate that the um, the other Wachter boy had to um, fall down some stairs, but... I thought that was Grinner who pushed him down the stairs, wasn't it? Oh, uh, look, let's not argue over who pushed who, but... Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, sure. And that, that never leaves this church. Uh, great. Well, that's excellent news. So uh, 11 guards from the Wachter family. Um, we've managed to secure a few uh, a few people in uh, in key positions who are going to be up on the stage tonight with, uh, with the Baron, including um, Gunther. Gunther, uh, he's he's done with the Baron. No, just, just to be clear, that, that stage where they're putting up the, the pile, is that the, the same stage? No, we're no, about no. The, the, the stage that the Baron's going to be standing on is set meters back away from the pile ah, over cool. at the far end of the town square. Um, yep. That looks like it was being constructed next. The pile has just been finished. Well, yep. the pile had <laughs> been finished, but is now being reconstructed parts of it yep. to add extra uh, sections. The stage well, has not yet been constructed as far as you're aware. Yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, so not all good news. I went inspired on on the Baron and well so they've set up a large pyre and and a, and a platform above that that they plan to to chain people to and oh. the Baron has just increased that to to five people so we need to ensure that we do what we need to do today well in advance of that pyre being being set and we need to make sure the Baron doesn't do anything to set it off because five people will be chained to that and even if they don't burn, uh, the carpenter was under a lot of pressure, and I suspect that it might fall down and crush some people if we don't help as well. Oh, shit. Um, I, well, I was going to say, we, we met with Gunther, and he was the one who sold the, the shackles that are going to be used for the pyre. He's damaged the locking mechanism. Once they're locked, they can easily be unlocked. All it takes is a little bit of heat um, and the locking mechanism will fail. He's used wax in there to help make it look like they're structurally sound, but as soon as the, the wax heats up, the shackles will actually break off and the people who are, who are locked to those can actually escape. Gunther, he's actually been really helpful. I know you said he would be only really interested in, in the bottom dollar and the, the money they could get, but actually, to his credit, once we spoke to him honestly and, and told him what our plans were, he, he came on board pretty quickly. He said something about um, uh, those fucking morons and their cat dog. Uh, is that what was that about? <laughs> I honestly don't know. It, um... Deception check. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know very well what that's about. <laughs> Fourteen. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, for those who may not remember, uh, Raspip had transformed one of the cats of the Walker family into a dog. He cast Polymorph on it, gave it to Gunther, and said, "Here's a cat." Before disappearing. <laughs> so, um. That obviously wore off after only uh, a few minutes. Uh, well, um, right. 
great. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, I'm not. I'm very concerned about the actual like platform collapsing though. What if it collapses before the people have had a chance to escape? That's even worse. They'll just be dropped into the fire below. Um, yeah. So this is why we had, we had to kind of ensure that we do this, but probably before the fire gets gets started. I'm I'm, I'm thinking because it's simply yeah. not safe enough to trust that the wax would melt. I assume if they wanted, they could still we could still break the shackles pretty easy without yes, it. But um, absolutely, yeah, exactly right. The wax isn't isn't structurally sound. It just looks like it is. The plan was we were hoping that they would fall for it, shackle the people in place, and then ideally we were hoping that as soon as the the heat uh, began to rise from underneath, the wax would melt, the chains would drop, and the people would get the hint that they needed to get off the platform. They they might not know to struggle against the struggle against the shackles. We were kind of hoping that it would be everyone running away at once, give them a chance to disappear into the crowd. But if what you say is true about this rebuilding of the scaffold, that's very concerning. I'm not sure yes, what to uh, do about that. Yeah, the carpenter, I mean, he originally said no, and he couldn't do it because it was not going to be structurally safe. And then the Baron threatened to put him up there. So all of a sudden, this man now has a couple of hours to rig together a larger platform. So I, I don't trust it. Yeah, that's really bad. Uh, it definitely does not follow workplace health and safety codes. No, I've, I'm, I don't think they've heard of those. I've not heard of those either. Really. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jono, is there anything you can do with magic to make it more structurally sound? Uh, yeah, n- nothing nothing to make it more sound. I can maybe put a, a fake one there, but that's not going to fly very well. They'll just wave their hands straight through it. Um, Shit. Um, there's only... If we... Somehow convince him he doesn't need to have three three pies. Sorry, doesn't need to have five. That's that's the only really really way around this. Uh, didn't you say the Baron had seen you though, Jonah, like fleeing his house? Yeah, look, he's not going to go kindly to me. That's for sure. Probably best we don't send you in then <laughs> to go and talk to the Baron. Irina nods for a moment and then goes, "I might have an idea." but it potentially puts Tithla and Theodore uh, out in the open. You said that they're going to be constructing this uh, addition to the, the pyre this afternoon. I mean, your friends aren't back yet. What if you took this opportunity to help construct it? Maybe find out ways to make it stronger? Or conversely, maybe do something to make it so that the fire is put out. Something to, to, to interrupt the fire so that when they try and light it, it doesn't work. Maybe oh, something with that? Is there some magic you um, could use? Or... Hmm. Could we hide um, like water skins up underneath part of the platform to break and, and pour water on the fire? I mean, could we not just um, start the, the coup bef- before we... they? I guess they'll, they'll have yeah. them up there early and that's um, really where the danger is. But... I mean, yeah, if we start before they light the fires, and no, that we absolutely, of course, we yeah. can try that. Especially, I, I think with the extra support that we've got, we should be in a good position. My only, uh, my only concern was that the signal, uh, the signal was that you were going to turn into a a, a wolf, correct, Theo, and then draw yes, attention I'll to yourself. Yes, do a big awu. Yeah, do a do a big awu. Big awu. <laughs> a big awu. Um, another quite full of them tonight. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Then I think I think then really 
specific communication is key here. Is there some way we can communicate to one another across large distances without drawing too much attention to ourselves? Like if we were to signal as soon as we see the guards approaching with the torches to trigger the distraction, is there some way that we can communicate to Theo to let him know yeah, to be ready to go? Yeah, absolutely. I can... I can do that one. I can message people from afar. That's, that's um, yeah, easy. Oh, great. Okay, well, okay, perfect. Then, Jono, we might have you up with us uh, at the, the main stage away from the, the pyre. And yep. then, Theo, if you were to be near the edge of the crowd and try and draw as much attention to yourself as possible. Uh, Titler, mm. I, I would prefer if we kept Titler away from too much harm. I know she is still recovering from her, frankly, horrific burns. Mm. She is, but she is stronger than than she looks. She can definitely still handle some stuff. Um, okay. Is Jacob still? Do you still have him muted? <laughs> well, this is not there. Yeah, I'm not sure if you weren't, weren't making sense. Yeah, you weren't making sense, great. or if I was just forgotten time. You, you after you kept interrupting Josh. Oh, that was ages um, ago. I unmuted him. <laughs> yeah. Um. So um, that that could what um for reference, you walk the guards have been instructed to to follow to be on general damage control and prevent the guards from approaching the stage and follows the orders from anyone of us that are that are on the stage i've told them the guards on the stage can be trusted by by us so if one of you could get i mean word to them to ensure that you know no one approaches the the pyre as well it could be a could be something else that could could help if we just put all of our, all of our efforts to to stopping the fire get to the pyre Yes, I, I, I agree. Uh, what if I was to position myself near the pyre, and then once the guards approach, I could kind of be the last stop to make sure that no one gets any source of open flame near the bottom of the pyre? Well, I think that'd be a good look for you too, you know, be, being like standing up and... Oh, yeah. You know, Actually, Tiananmen squaring is that bad word? Uh, what, squaring it? <laughs> uh, no, no, it's a fam- famous place from back back home for, for me. It's an it's a, it's a area in the Fey Realms. It's an area in the Feywild. It's, okay. it's yeah. a, a, a site where absolutely nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> and we've just been banned in China. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, no, no problem at all. Um, the other thought I did have, did you want to try and do something to the fuel? I know they're going to probably try and pour spirits around the base. Maybe try and fuck with that somehow. Just swap it out for water or something. Yeah, I, I could healing word it. You could healing, like word, healing it. What word it. What would that do to the the wood? Uh, turn it back into a tree. Would it actually do that? That that could be helpful. Tree. I'm assuming like, the, the water content would make it harder to burn. Maybe people could climb to safety in its leafy boughs. Is that? Um, it did might work, but um, now that you mentioned that, maybe just swapping out the the oil for for water might be a, a better plan. No, I, I I like the tree idea. If you can if you can turn these sticks back into a tree, I think that'd be very impressive. But they might be more noticeable, so they know not to try and light a tree on fire. Yeah, that's I isn't that the point. So I, I will, well, yes, but that would we need the Baron not to be tipped off that that his plans have been altered. I think I think this is when we're launching the 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 coup. So. Oh, I'll, I'll be a wolf by this stage, remember? I oh, yeah, I'm right. Able, no, yeah. that's right. You won't be able to turn it back into a tree. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Can anyone else turn sticks into trees? Mm, no, I don't think... Jono, you're, you're, you're pretty powerful, you're pretty powerful wizard. 
Um, yeah, oh, yeah, not that powerful. That's very flattering. Thank you very much. But I don't have that one up my sleeve. Maybe it's um, no, a spell that is in that um, book we were reading. Wait, there's a, you got uh, a book on spells? Would you would you like to, to read it, Ismark? Yeah, I I I've always wanted to learn magic. <laughs> You've already had a look at this book, Ismark. You don't need to have a. No, I, 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 it's kind I'm of just, creepy. It's the just kidding. It's the torture, the torture book. The torture Sorry, book. What? <laughs> you, you're the one with the awful pictures. You, you saw it before. Has he oh, seen it? The cursed tome. Uh, yes, the cursed tome. I I haven't seen it. I just I know of it because you told me about it. We, hang on, were you going to make me try and read a book that you know is cursed? I was just a joke, just a, just a harmless prank, bro. <laughs> oh, that's not very funny. Um, <laughs> right, to well, you, okay. baby. <laughs> everyone watching at home. <laughs> right. Um. Well, great. I guess nothing to do now then, but wait for our friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, keep keep no an eye out. Um. All right. Well, yeah. I'll probably uh take the time to to short rest. Brilliant. Tithla, um, do you want to roleplay this interaction with Blinsky or are you happy for me to skip over it? I think we did. I think we covered it. Okay. Tithla's <laughs> just excited by everything and yeah. Um, my question is, would Tithla buy any of the toys? Uh, I mean, Tithla has... Depend. She's yeah. How much for this? For this is Mark one for the for the ones that I've, you know, How I've much for the is Mark? No, no, no. Is Mark is Mark a free? But would you okay, like? Okay, thank any? you. I'll have that one. Um. Yeah. How much? How much for this one of the cart that? It doesn't change yet, but I'm sure it's a work in progress. Uh, well, I have not I have not designed that yet. But if you wanted me to make it and and bring it back, well, no, to this you, one can... that is just a cart. Oh, it's just a cart. Yeah. Oh, for you, for you, yet. for you, my sweet green pea. Only two copper pieces. Sweet green pea. I have that. Um, and how much for that one? That's a tree that looks like. And this one, you can see that that one does change. It changes like between sticks, and then back to a tree, and then back to sticks and logs, and then back to a tree. How much for Your that one? Yes, it is a. It is a collection of uh, many twigs you put together, and it makes a tree. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, this one is only one copper piece. How much? How much for three of them, so that I can put them together and make a forest? Three copper pieces. Okay, so I'm gonna get the three of those. I'm gonna get the cart. Can I have Ismark? Yep. Um, is that is that the town that we're in? Yeah, of course it is. Of course, I have made a full size replica of the town. A full at, size replica. At at, at one seventy fifth scale. That's still quite large. I'm not sure you understand scale. It's pretty um, tiny. 175th, isn't it? For a town. <laughs> yeah, maybe it needs to be more. One 1,000th scale. <laughs> well, I have model aircraft that are 164th, so... How big are they? He's that, gesturing a like, good, a, a, like burger, a, a, a two-handed burger. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, one 1,000th. Oh, one 1,000th. That's quite small, really? That seems... Well, you have tiny hands. Tiny hands for tiny children. That's true. I'll give you, you know what? Here, and she pulls out. She has one silver. And she's like, I'll give you one silver, and I'm going to have all of those. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's perfect. It doubles as a tiny town for ants and farm town. I don't like ants. Well, then it doubles as town for cockroach. Okay, thank you. Do you need any other consulting work done? No, no, but any, any suggestions you have, the things that would make you happy will make other children happy. And I would like to know what they are because I like to make children happy. I'm I'm sorry. Do you, 
You know I'm not a child, right? Are you not? You look like a young girl. Well, I'm a young girl, but that doesn't mean I'm a child. I'm a, I'm a grown-up. Oh, no, you misunderstand. A, a, being a child is a wonderful thing. It is no insult. Oh, okay then. Thanks. No problem. Of course. He's no fun. He's no Blinsky. Okay. Do you have any more toys for me to play with? Or I have a you... whole shop full of toys. Well, let's go. No, no, no. I, I would not be right. You need to let your parents know that I, that you can't just walk into a shop away from places well, where people are Well, my parents are a long way away. I haven't seen them in at least three days, so. <laughs> three days? Are I... you traveling with friends then? Or, or family? Well, yeah, the group that was just in the other room that we came in with. The ones that I was traveling with. I'm traveling with them. A very serious expression crosses his face. Are you, are you safe with them? Of course. I look after them. I protect them. That is a lot of responsibility for young child. Very responsible and not young child. We covered that. That is a very, that's a very heavy responsibility for young woman. Yes. It is not very fair for adults to place such burden on, on shoulders of, 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 of a young person. Nothing was placed. I assumed the responsibility. I'm the only one that can look after my best friends. Uh, it seems like a heavy burden to bear. Are you sure you, are you, are you comfortable? Are you happy? Are you safe? Of course, we look after each other. We're all best friends. I look after them and they look after me. You know, how? have you ever seen a teepee where there's a whole bunch of sticks that like lean into the middle? If you take one of those sticks away, they'll ah, like crumble. Ah, uh, sure. If you take one of those sticks away, they all crumble. But together, it's very strong. That's what we are. I'm one of the sticks. As, as long as you are safe and as long as you are happy, then I am happy. Well, I'm not that safe, but... You Wait, know, no, hang on. We need to go back to that again. <laughs> <laughs> we're good. <laughs> I got my new toys. I'm happy now. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, Blinsky, Blinsky will spend the next sort of like few minutes trying to suss out whether or not you're actually safe, whether you're being looked after properly. Now that he's like learned that potentially there's a concern there, um, it does take him a while to let go of this, the idea that you're a bit unsafe. Um, when Theo, Jonor, Irina and Ismark emerge, Blinsky actually comes and pulls Jonor, you, probably Jonor more than Theo aside. Jonah, as he pulls you aside, he leans in and goes, um, "Racist." Yeah, he is a little bit. But to be fair, though, he's like he's looked at looked at Tithla, looked at Theo, looked at Tithla, looked at Theo, gone. I don't see much resemblance. Looked at Jonah, looked at Tithla, gone. They both wear yellow. <laughs> so, um, uh, your your companion, Tithla. You are taking yeah. care of her, no? She is not uh, exposed to danger. We're um. We're a, a, a party together. We look after each other. Uh, she only she... got eaten by an oven once. She said, "What? Well, sorry, what? <laughs> well, this has not happened to you." I, I, I would hope that no children are consumed by ovens. That sounds horrible. Oh, you, you should the not go to the bakery. bakery. I, I, I did notice that her skin was uh, somewhat uh, damaged. I, I wondered if that was. Uh, I didn't want to comment on it. I didn't want to, to draw attention to it, but. If that is caused by burns from oven, are you sure you are the best people for her to be traveling? I'm sorry, are you talking about my oven experience and my disfigured body in front of me as if I'm not here? Uh, to be fair, he did pull Jonah aside, away from you, Tithla, while you were playing. Okay, well, I retract what I said because I didn't hear it. I'm not gone with him. Yeah, <laughs> did, 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 Was he far enough away from me that I didn't hear? Because otherwise, then I wouldn't have 
unless like you were deliberately like trying to hang out see what he wanted from Jonah because it looks like you're a bit curious there so I was like oh well maybe you've like moved a little bit closer and and, uh, eavesdropping just to hear in look if if Blinsky's just pulling Jonah aside I wouldn't have assumed it was Tithla oh cool then yeah Jonah it's just you and Blinsky I'll I'll go hang out with Tithla yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, I mean if if you're worried about children then uh, oh my lord you you should not go to the bakery in outside of this town this awful things happen to, what to happens? the children that go there. What happens in bakery outside of town? Um, you, you know the, the, the old woman that comes through selling pies to people? Uh, Those yes, pies, what's her name? Rowena? Uh, Mo- Morgana? Morgana, uh, that's right, that's right, Morgana. I've, I really don't think you should eat those pies because they're... I, I they're don't eat those pies. Of, I, am, I am a big fan yeah, of uh, vegetarian cuisine. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want people pies, and that's so, what's that selling. What? There, there's children pies from that bakery that's actually full of some sort of hag or witches in, in that place. It's awfully corrupt and evil. There's there's ovens there to try to burn people alive, and it's awful. Actually uh, awful. Just rolled a natural one on Blinsky's constitution saving throw. Uh, Blinsky faints. Oh. <laughs> oh, Blinsky, okay. <laughs> And then I try to catch him and uh, grab him by the coat and just sort of lay him down beside me, just tapping his face. Blin- what's 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 his name? But Blinsky, you okay? <laughs> Let's jump back to team uh, team one. Uh, back with you three, Grinner, Luther, Killian. What would you guys so, like to do? First thing I would like to do is now that i know that across is pissed off um i'm going to find the largest supply of documents i'm assuming he's got a desk with drawers that have documents in them there's documents piled all over the desk in haphazard groupings that make no sense just from an initial look like his desk is covered in paper okay I'm gonna turn to the others and just go. All right, just just give me. I just did one by, but hold on. I'm gonna go around the desk and I'm gonna stick my fingers down my throat and just throw up all over the desk. Just covering the paperwork. I'm gonna try and purge myself of all of this. You're trying to cover the whole desk involvement. I'm just trying to purge myself of the. What, did you six? Oh, you're, do, you're doing a you're doing a attack vom tactical. Yeah, 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 attack vom. I got to come back to good. I'm gonna get you to roll me a Constitution saving throw. This is in reverse. The higher you roll, the more you are able to purge from your system. Okay. <laughs> Seventeen, Grinner. You open the tanks. It's not the first time you've had to tactical vom. <laughs> it's certainly not going to be the last. <laughs> the desk is dripping in was it six liters of uh, what was once a very nice hefeweizen, and your gastric excretions uh, just covered the desk. Well, that was definitely better going down than it was coming up, and I don't remember eating any fucking carrot. How'd that get there? <laughs> All right, off we trot. A little yeah, chunk so of I'm like looks... dream pipe pastry, a little toenail from one of the dream pastries oh, comes oh, no. up. Too. <laughs> Fuck, that's been sitting no, there no, no, a few no, days. No, no. Oh no, that's not a good sanity roll. 
Are you rolling a sanity check for the vomit or for the, for the chunks? Just for the whole ordeal. Just for All the whole thing. Uh, Luther, right. yeah, I mean, with a sanity check of eight, I mean, watching Grinner just purge himself feels wrong. Like he feels I've unsettling. The, I've, seen, I've now seen the depths of depravity that humanity can go to. Yeah, you want no part of this. <laughs> You're feeling rather existential as a result of this. Um, I sort of do like a sort of like almost like fight back a vomit myself and my all right uh, <clears throat> let's get going I guess um, that, they'll, they'll blame that on him I think uh, everyone saw the state he uh, wandered out so uh, I think we're good for that one I'll just take these here bottles real quick and uh, dispose of this uh, tainted brew I guess definitely the best plan Grinner says as he licks the stubble around his mouth don't lick oh. that stuff. Oh. <laughs> Don't lick it. <laughs> you are disgusting. <laughs> I've seen things, but I've never seen this. So um, anyway, let's get going. And I think to You're myself, sweet. I actually think in my head, is he even related to me? Because that's a thing that's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you were pulling on the thread a while ago. You you do suspect that Grinner might be your great, great grandnephew or great great grand cousin <laughs> oh where the line is gone he's pretty grand regardless yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, what would the three of you like to do next well I feel what like what is it we need to do is there anything else on our agenda that we need to do well with um, I sort of have a quick look because I don't want to be like the other team and just start talking with random people around we're still upstairs <laughs> so I will have a Quick look in the mess hall to make sure there's no one actually around still. Oh, sorry, I chose a, I chose oh, a bad no, time sorry. to have a chose a bad time to have a Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> <laughs> Alice brought one home, and I was like, "Oh, this is the perfect time. They're gonna dick about for forty minutes while I can just enjoy this lovely chocolatey treat." <laughs> um, as you head downstairs, uh, it does look like the guardhouse is actually mostly deserted. As I said before, there's yeah. only the um, scribe down in the basement currently performing his audit of the uh, various supplies but apart from that it looks like everyone's been brought out to help set up I'll probably the um, I'll probably stage whispers as well um, just keep it down here because uh, audit right there just leave that be and I'm sort of looking more at um, Grinner than Killian <laughs> yeah alright nice and quiet uh, alright so um, we've... Did, we, did we hear or did Amelia say where she was going at any point? Like, was there a spot that we were supposed to be catching up with her once we dispatched of Akros? Oh, I don't think you discussed with her. I, I don't believe from memory if you did actually make a decision about whether or not you meet up with her after can, it. I think um, the agreement was you would get rid of Akros and then like the next thing that she would be involved in is when the distraction goes off and you said you, you will so, know the distraction, it'll be very clear. We'll have a quick little chat with her before the whole thing goes down because we're guards. We have to answer to her anyway before the ceremony, so um, or the speech. So um, we can have a little chat with her then. Um, but I guess unless anyone else got anything else, I, I think we head back and reconnect with with our patriots. Yeah, I think I think that's a good idea. I've uh, I've definitely used up all of my juices for being in command for the next little while. That's uh, back to let's corporal I go. Right. We've at least expelled them. Yes, all of your juices are all over the captain's uh, <laughs> onto the floor. desk. That was a lot of fucking juices. That was, 
I feel a lot better now, to be honest. I've still got the, the spins, but it's in a good way now. It's yeah, oh, it's perfect. Um, here, I just I start giving him all the rations I have currently on me, so he can start sobering up a little bit. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll never turn down. It's all it's all a different Which range of dried black meats. pudding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's dead set just dried blood. It's a whole bunch of scabs. Uh, oh, there'll be like sausages and stuff too. I've still got oh chunks God. of Ferrero Sherry in my teeth that I was enjoying. Now it's <laughs> so hey, Owen, you're the one you're Owen, you're the one that chose to eat that after the vomit scene, so <laughs> Hey, look, I've learnt to compartmentalize, alright? <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, if anyone else has anything else, I guess um yeah, Luther will say go back to really? the church, but it's up to Fantastic. you. Fantastic. Well, then, in the interest of keeping the, the plot moving, I will do a bit of a time skip. You guys make it back to the church, catch up with everyone else. All of you may have a short rest. There's a couple of hours until the festival is due to start. It's at sunset is when the festival begins. All of you can benefit from a short rest. As the evening begins to fall, the sun begins dipping low in the horizon, hidden partially by the forest beyond, as well as the mountains as twilight begins to fall all around the town guards begin lighting torches that have been set up creating avenues of fire throughout the city a warm soft glow almost completely envelops the town of Velaki. and one by one people begin to come and emerge from their houses joining the throng as they head towards the town square Despite your opinions of the Baron, despite everything that you think of him and his madness, something about the warm fire and the light in the darkness does bring an element of comfort to you and clearly to the other villagers around you. As people begin to cluster around the various wreaths that, excuse me, have been set ablaze, you watch as a few genuine smiles, genuine laughs begin to cross and almost like ripple through the crowd. A band is playing music on the main stage, a group of bards performing quite an upbeat, jaunty folk tune. And before too long, a few people around you begin clapping along, singing along to some of the words that they recognize. You can see that Damien Martikov has set up a small portable bar not too far away from the Blue Water Inn and is selling drinks. People are buying food, buying drinks and generally enjoying themselves. But there's also a different sense in the air. Almost like an expectancy, a, a, a waiting, a knowledge of something important coming. You watch groups of people whisper to one another as you and Ismark Irina begin emerging from the church along with Father Lucian Petrovich. As you begin heading through town, people catch your eye and catch the eye of Ismark. Smile and wave. And before too long, as the crowds begin to swell and move about, Ismark becomes a little bit uncomfortable as he leans in towards you, goes, right, I'm going to go head over towards the pyre. Uh, can't see any sign of Velakovich yet. Did you want to make your way up to the main stage? Uh, Theo, you're going to start your distraction soon. Is, who's going to be with you to keep an eye on you? Make sure you're okay. Um, I, I think um, 
I'll be joining you as Mark. Um, I gotta keep her eyesight on Theodore. We'll get into a vantage point. Yep, I, I think Tesla will, will will come with me. I think that was the, always the plan was Killian, of course. but, but um, well, then he became a guard. So, well, Killian will be at least around. He, he'll be the yeah. one that um, spots you, so the, he'll be able to at least control the guards to a degree. So, well, yeah. I'll have Tesla with me in, in case things go particularly awry, and then we need to fight our way out. But until then, she can just ride me in, in in wolf form. Yes, to to to, to fuck shit up. You should Great. be able to outrun them, hopefully, so there um, yes. should be no issues. Just be careful of any ranged weapons they might bring. Yes, for sure. Uh, yep, Jonah, you send me a message when it's when it's time to go. Um, I'll turn into a wolf. Tithily, you climb on my back. I I howl, and then we, we get the fuck out. Sounds so um, I'm also, um, before we begin, actually, I will quickly... Uh, Jordan, I'll come over here one quick sec. You're standing out, still standing, yeah. out, like, standing out like a sore thumb. So come over here. I actually have um, proficiency in disguise kit. Um, so I'm just going to do a quick little, just add some like, because I imagine Jordan doesn't have Mustache. any scruff, doesn't have any, doesn't have any facial hair. So I'll sort of make, give some facial hair to him. Maybe like a nice moustache. Oh, would you like me to get get a mustache? Is that what you're saying? And as I, I mean. as you say that, I just like my face morphs. He gets like a a strong, long, flowing mustache as he hey, casts this guy's self. I oh, mean, by all means, I don't look. I don't need you. Don't need my help. Then you're capable of this guy's kid away. Jonoy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can change your clothes with disguise self. An illusionary form covers your own. You can make yourself look like anyone, anything, wearing anything. Um, Actually, this is going to be really good throughout the whole day. Disguise self is <laughs> very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like minor illusion. If you cast disguise self, you can make yourself look like anyone. Mm, well, I'm going to go sort of a, a wiser, older male figure, sort yep. of like longer, longer mustache, and he then puts his hand behind his back and sort of looks around, pretending he knows things. I sort of, um, you sort of see. I just will quick because I want to get something in. Uh, no. That mustache just blew off. Let me give, and I just quickly have to do something, so I feel like I validated. <laughs> oh, uh, is, I brought it. Is I brought this it. A good... Disguise kit. Oh no, it's, it's great, great disguise. Um, no, no, great. Uh, just uh, prior, you know, second eyes are best um, to help out. So I'm sort of whispering myself, please don't hurt my pride. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I really need this, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I need this win. Okay. I love the idea of you just coming putting like a single beauty spot on his yeah, face is, underneath the is, illusion like with a little brush going. <laughs> it's already perfect, can't change much about it. Yeah. So I'm like I just do one little thing to make myself feel better. You've uh, you made me feel more confident. Thank you, uh, Luther. I think I think I'll pull this off now. Thank you. Perfect. Um awesome. That's great. Great to hear. I love the idea of whatever that was that he adjusted being underneath the it is, magic. Yeah. It is, yeah. It is. Yeah. And yeah. just having to magically make the equivalent over the top. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's a hundred percent correct because he can't interact with the illusions. So. No, I can't. <laughs> is, is the is the wrinkle over this side or is, is it vert, vert, No, horizontal. That's okay. Just yeah, horizontal. pity magic. It's pity magic. Nod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just nod. <laughs> <laughs> Arena nods, smiles, and goes, Right, well, I will come with you. Uh, I'll come with you, Theo, and I will help draw attention to the wolf. I will, I will. I can scream quite well if I am required. Um, 
Act like the damsel in distress. Exactly. Wait, just one, one quick terrifying. thing. Um, does that mean you're going outside the walls? No, no, no. I will. I will go to the edge of the um, edge of the crowd, and then when Theo transforms, I will draw attention by screaming loudly and screaming. It's Perfect. a wolf! It's a wolf! It's, I guess I just be careful wait. because you know he who shall not be named is still around looking for. I, I have no intention. Guys, so. No intention of going outside the town walls. I can't no, wait for Owen to be role playing screaming as a female character. <laughs> like Ned Flanders. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. All I have to do is say, Arena lets out a blood-curdling scream, one that chills you to the depths of your soul. <laughs> like, I can't picture actually, that. No, you yeah, can't well, picture it? That's a yeah. failure of your imagination <laughs> and a comment on who you are as a person more than it is me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Um, Alrighty, so Theo, Irina, and Tithla all begin heading towards the edge of the crowd. Jono, you're staying with Ismark, Grinna, Luther, and Killian. Are you guys going to head? I mean, you've been assigned duty on the main stage. You could head up there now if you want to. You can see there's a couple of other guards who are up there, including Amelia. It's not on the top of the stage, but standing to the side of it near the stairs, keeping a watch out and keeping townsfolk away from the so, main stage. So, yeah, me and Grinner are going on the stage. Isn't I think Killian was said he might go to the outskirts. That was the original yeah, plan. Oh, you want to go with the outskirts with the... I'm going to go with the guards that aren't loyal to yep. try and be like, I'm going to be in charge and I'm just going to be like, we've got to go. Get that wolf! Not, so, yeah, yes, yeah, so you're going to you're gonna hang out at the gate chase. and make sure they leave yes. the town, essentially, from the sounds of it. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Easy. Yeah. So then you're traveling. Yeah. So you'll you'll head with um head with Theo and Irina and Tithla in that case. Alrighty. As each of you gets to your positions, uh, Tithla and Irina and Theo at the back of the crowd, uh, Killian towards the south gate. Sorry, towards the west gate, which is right. Like we're talking thirty meters away from the rest of them, Killian. And there are two guards who are on the gate. One of them is the young lad who you made do a lap of the watch house. As he sees you, he just mumbles something and like head down, does not make any eye contact with you, does not engage with you. He is clearly scared of saying anything that might provoke uh, another trip around the edge of the guardhouse. Um, but you're, yeah, you're probably only about 30, 40 meters away from uh, Theo, Irina and Tithla. As Grinna and Luther as you head over to the main stage, excuse me, did you want to head up onto the stage or are you going to try and meet with Amelia first? Probably uh, Amelia first, at least yeah. from the standpoint of needing to report for duty, I guess. Yeah, Perfect. it makes sense to report with her first. As you, as you walk up towards Amelia, you see another one of the younger guards, <coughs> a, a younger woman, probably in her 20s, um, talking urgently with Amelia, looking a bit afraid. You can see she also has what looks to be a fishing rod in her hand. As Amelia sort of like shakes her head and sees you approaching, she gives you this very startled look. The younger guard begins walking away and Amelia steps away from her guard post towards you, grabs both of you by the arms and pulls you in close and goes, did you have to drown him in the lake? He, he what? Who? Don't you fucking play dumb with me. No, hold, hold on, Sergeant. Across? Who else? You told me you were going to take care of this. You weren't supposed to fucking drown him. We did. We did. All right, look. We went up to his office, right? And I challenged him to a drinking contest. 
right? And then all of a sudden he said, I have to go fishing, and he fucked off. That's literally what happened. I know for a fact you're keeping something back from me. There's no, f- I don't believe this. The, the man was so fat, he hadn't walked more than five meters in his life. Well, all right, look, we've, we've got, we got a friend, right? The, the, uh, you remember yeah, the other I know, you, the other chuckle brother. Yeah. I know there were three of you, I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah. Right, so he, he whispered something in, in the captain's ear, and then the captain just said, I need to go fishing, and he, he fucked <laughs> off. He was very, very drunk, and we had. I'll be honest. I um. I'll be honest. I think um. Just, he's very suggestible in that state. I think our friend literally just said, "Go do some fishing on the lake," and he did. But unfortunately, none of us had the intent of him drowning. I really wanted him to live so he could answer for some of his crimes. To be honest, I'm actually quite. It's just a sad, sad moment and all. Amelia rubs her temples, going, "Oh God, right." Well, it's come with an unexpected bonus. I've just been promoted. Congratulations, Amelia. No, no not congratulations. What's the, um, what's oh. the cons? Okay. I'm going to be up on stage with you lot. Right. What's Standing next to the Baron. Right. I'm going to be the one then carrying the torch down to the fucking pyre. Could you, could you just not do that? Yeah, of course I'm not going to fucking do it. <laughs> she leans in. But you, whatever you're going to do, it needs to happen before I get there. All right? Yeah. Otherwise, all right. I'm going to be the. Otherwise, I'm going to be the signal because I'm going to throw that fucking thing back towards the main stage. No, that's yeah. I mean, look, we, we're hoping it's not going to get that far anyway, because because you know, uh, burning people's bad and all that. So, Can I, um... could you say that with a little bit more intensity, as Amelia. if you actually believe it? For just a moment. Well, <laughs> I'm really told did. it's important. <laughs> <laughs> how, do the, how do the people respond to you? Do they like you? I don't know. For the most part, yeah, because I'm not a prick who steals their booze and doesn't so, do any work. Now that you're the captain, if you take this... Uh, Probationary. Let's torch, not get too far ahead of ourselves. Well, yeah, but if you take this torch down and... um, wonder if you make a point, maybe you can sort of say things like, look at the lunacy that our... Uh, Baron sort of subjects us to, and you make a point, and that's when Ismar can sort of do, sort of step in, say something, grab, gather the the morale of the uh, public, and then that's when we step in and quickly dispatch, not dispatch per se, but incapacitate. I swear to God, if you fuckers are stitching me up and you're going to leave me up there high and dry, denouncing the Baron, I swear to I'll God, be there, I'll, I'll be there, I'll be there right with you. I look at it like, I look at it like with like there's like a determination there like i'm not going to take off can you make not a persuasion check for me please with advantage i don't have good don't okay, have you've got advantage for this because of that intensity in your expression okay 16 and 7 16 she looks back meets your gaze luther all right fuck all right are you, are you going to warn Ismark about this? Do I need to go talk to him? No, I can't be seen talking to him in public before I do this. It needs to look like it's organic. Fuck. You need to, someone needs to go tell him. You need to, you need to contact I him wanna, somehow um, and let him know that I'm going to, I'm going to do wanna, this. I want to quickly look at, I want to just stray off my gaze a little bit and try and lock eyes with Jonor. And then I'll quickly oh, yeah. just sort of I mean, tap my head real quick. That's super easy. The position of the main stage is direct line of sight of this pyre. Yep. The idea being that the Baron can watch in beautiful detail 
mm. the people he's about to burn. You just turn back towards Jonah. Jonah, I'd say probably it would make sense that you're keeping a bit of a lookout, watching where people are, making sure that you've got an eye on the main stage. I mean, that's your whole point, right? Is you're on lookout to see when the yeah, band's there. Yeah, on watch. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would say yes. There's not even a check you need to make for that. That you 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 see Luthor look towards you, like look at you, and then tap his head. Inconspicuously, <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> Luthor. Um, I'm just, I'm not going to, for, for expediting, I'm not yeah. going to, I'll quickly, I'll detail everything we just found out. So I Jonah think you've only got 25 words for message. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll guess I'll say, um, Amelia, captain now, um, going to do a rousing speech, have Ismark follow up incapacitate guards i think that's roughly 25 that's, that's yeah that's that's only 15 by my count so you're sweet okay so i think that hits them up pretty yeah. well yeah understood we'll um let her take the lead i'll share with ismark uh as you relay that to ismark ismark goes uh right okay and then this will be like this will be the beginning of the distraction like so once once she does this you'll message you'll message Theo and then I'll start talking and Theo will distract the guards before they can do too much about it, right? Is that, is that what we're doing? Yep, that sounds good to me. We'll, um, uh, yep. Can Let's I, can that. I be honest with you, Jono? Yeah, go on. I'm a little bit nervous about this. This could go wrong in so many ways. Well, you gotta think of, um, it's yes. doing the right thing that the, the right journey is, uh, the one that we're all meant to take. It, it's either do the right thing or go into even deeper hell. Yeah, I, I don't see any other way than what we're doing, but I just wanted to just let you know, do you ever get nervous in situations like this? Maybe not specifically like this, because this is a very specific situation, but like in general, when you're about to execute a plan and things like that, do you get nervous at all? He tries to stand up and, yeah, look, honestly, I get I get a little bit anxious about these things from time to time. Um, just you know, look into your heart and think what's um, what's the right thing to do. Uh, fair. Yeah. Okay. I I believe, you know, I give him a little tap on the shoulder. Yeah, he he looks comforted by the, the gentle tap on the shoulder and by your words. Alrighty. Over the next half an hour, more and more people begin arriving at the square. As it begins to chime on the seventh bell, a commotion from the east begins to emerge. And you watch as the Baron, surrounded by eight guards, along with his wife and his son Victor, begin approaching the stage. As they stand up and begin walking up the steps, Victor uh, looks around a little bit confused, but does not recognize uh, Grinner or uh, Luther because he's never met them before. <laughs> um, he takes a seat at the back of the stage next to his mother as the Baron stands at the front of the crowd. There's no applause for the Baron. Instead, he's greeted by an almost uncomfortable silence that the band behind desperately try to fill. Clashing of cymbals, a very loud, triumphant cry echoes out across the village. But there's almost this dead silence bouncing back which muffles the sound blocks it kills it and crushes it leaving it hollow and empty 
The Baron, however, does not let this deter him. A broad smile gracing his face as he looks towards the people. Welcome to the festival of the blazing sun. <gasps> so wonderful to see your smiling faces. As you know, smiles go for miles. There's a pause as if he was hoping for some sort of response. When none comes, he powers on. <clears throat> well, tonight we have such a wonderful festival to drive away the dark and bring joy. We have not one, not two, not three, but five people we're going to burn. Five traitors who have turned against our ways and caused our town nothing but misery. And with their corrupting poisonous presence gone, finally we will be free to smile, to live, to be free as he just beams across the crowd. Emerging from the east, the same main road that he had come down, you watch as four more guards escort five shackled prisoners. The one at the end, the old carpenter. As they are pushed through the town, wow. yeah, as they are pushed through the town, the crowd slowly and almost reluctantly begin to clear a pathway heading towards the pyre. The guards having to sort of push and shove a little bit. For those of you who have got a really clear view of the pyre, you can see that out of these four guards, the two at the back are wearing the Wokta house uniforms. Two at the front, the standard guard uniforms of the lackey. As they get closer to the pyre, the Wokter guards hang back a little bit. And right as the last prisoner is being escorted towards the stairs, you watch as one of the Wokter guards, probably only Jonah would see this given that he's close enough. You watch Jonah as one of the Wokter guards slip something to the prisoner. Could I get you to roll me a perception check? Absolutely. Natural 20, 21. Jonah, nice. you watch as the Wokter guard hands the prisoner a key to the uh, the old carpenter. He holds good. it and then slips it into between his fingers and clenches his fists tight around the chains to hide that he's holding something. Very nice, Jonah. Natural 20. That was a good time for it. As the prisoners are escorted up onto the platform and shackled to these pyres that have been arranged in the center of the town square above the fountain the Wokta guards actually stay at the bottom providing no assistance to the guards at the top as the last of the baron's henchmen uh, sorry as the, as the baron's henchmen uh, clip the last of the uh, shackles around the prisoners and begin making their way down the stairs the baron smiles and waves around here we go we are going to do a countdown how fun a countdown for the fire Ready, everybody, with me. Ten. And there is a very half-hearted countdown. There's a few people call out. But not clearly what he was expecting. You watch as the smile falters for just a second as he moves on to nine. As he glances down underneath the stage at the guards arranged there, he gestures with his head sharply towards the crowd. You watch as the guards look back up. Amelia amongst them as the captain and they reach down and draw short swords. 
The townsfolk immediately pick up the cry, counting with much more gusto, smiles on their faces once again, as Amelia begins to light a torch. As she slowly makes her way through the crowd, the Baron counting down past six, five. Around her, you can see a wave of discontentment, muttering, sweeping across the people. As she gets to within two meters of the bottom of the stairs journal, right next to you and Ismark, who are standing a little bit back away from the pyre, she shoots you a glance and stops dead. Muttering sweeps across the crowd. And you watch as she takes the torch, drops it on the ground, removes her cloak and smothers the flame. There's a hush, a gasp of intake intake breath around as everyone... (gasps) She turns towards the Baron and points. I won't do it. I won't do what you tell me. For far too long you have exerted... Madness. You've spread your madness and your poison across this town and I won't be a part of it. Good people of Valaki, we do not have to fear this man. We do not have to obey him. I will not do it. Next to you, Jonor, Ismark steps forward and places a hand on her shoulder. People of Valaki, for those of you who know me, those of you who don't, I am Ismark. I am the son of the Burgomaster of Barovia. When my father died, I left my home, and I have been kindly accepted into yours here. Thank you for your hospitality. Thank you for inviting me into your home, but there is a sickness here. And it comes from this man. And he points towards the Baron. Up on the stage, Grinner and Luther, you watch as the Baron begins shouting for the guards to grab these people, to add them to the pyre, to relight the flame. But somehow, for some reason, Ismark's voice kind of carries over the rest of the group. Jonor, I can see you're typing. Would you like to send that message? (laughs) What do you reckon, Jonor? Seems like I'm, yeah, I'm sending that message. I find Theodore, give him a point. It's time to go. All right. Uh, Listen, all right, I'll um, see you on the other side as I morph into a a dire wolf. Irina immediately ah, screams as she sees you transform points. Goes, there's a wolf, a giant wolf in the town. Quick, grab it. Stop it. It's going to kill everyone. The cry, the biggest um, howl that I, I, I possibly can. Did you do it first? Oh, woo! <laughs> nice, nice. And now uh, the scream. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> while, <laughs> while this happens, <clears throat> and the, and the wool and the howl and the scream, how far away is that from the actual square? Uh, that's probably like from the town square, like the entrance to the town square, probably about 30, 40 meters from the actual like stage and the pyre. We're talking about 120 to 130 meters. So, uh, what's that roughly like 500, 600 feet? If my math is correct. I guess before we keep going, I want to quickly, cause if there's like, that was a pretty interesting sentence to maybe potentially rouse some 
panic. I want to quickly see what the villagers are doing with with that sort of scream and shout. There's, yeah, so the ones nearest to the, the entrance, nearest to the town gate, definitely reacting, looking around in fear as they see this giant wolf howling. Ismark actually stops as the howl rings out and goes, no, you, the people of Valaki, you do not need to fear this. You do not need to fear anything but the madness that has gripped this man as he tries to direct the attention of the townsfolk Good. back towards yep. the Burgomaster. Um, I will have him roll. Let's have Theo. Could you please roll me an intimidation check? I want to see how intimidating you are as your dire wolf. And you're, I want to know your howl. How, how intimidating was it? Any chance of selling you on performance from acting like I'm a wolf? <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I think Sweet. that's a good, absolutely. Nicely my, maneuvered. My guy. 23. <laughs> Despite Ismark's best efforts, uh, he is unable to regain most of the attention of the crowd away from your incredibly... I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shoot off my pistol in the in the thing. Yeah. To draw people's attention. Like, yep. as the echo. People. Let the guards handle that threat is not in this town. Listen to this man. And you're standing this up on the stage, threat. aren't you? I'm standing on the stage. Oh, fantastic. Uh, as you discharge the pistol, um, Victor sort of like scrabbles in surprise. Um, the wife of the Baron, whose, whose name you do not know, um, the Lady Velakovich, sort of surprised as well. The Baron startles and looks at you wide-eyed, thinking that you're about to regain control of the crowd for him. And then as you call out, listen to this man, and you gesture towards <laughs> Ismark, you watch as the Baron's smile widens a little bit more and his left eye begins twitching. And he reaches down into his belt and pulls out a small black bladed dagger. <laughs> I should have known. Enemies all around. Well, we know how to deal with them, don't we? And he lunges at you, Luther. That's fine. It... I mean, like, I don't really want to get stabbed, but it does reaffirm oh, my position. <laughs> no, it, like, it reaffirms exactly what I just said. I am actually going to stop us there. Oh, just man. because, just because <laughs> there's a fair few things that are going to go off one after the other, and I don't think we're going to have time for all of them. So Not with that attitude. As, as the camera pans, <laughs> as the camera pans back, you watch with Tithler. Actually, Tithler, could you please roll me a persuasion check as well as you call out, like, oh, God, stop that wolf. <laughs> Trying oh, to help God, there's a wolf. Who'd yeah, have yeah. It's such a surprise to everyone. Yeah, you're going to roll with disadvantage because if that was your performance <laughs> check slash persuasion no, I mean, check. I, I can, but you didn't that's need fine. It. That's a already nine. a nine. Um, <laughs> and a nine. There you go. It's meant to be. It's a nine. <laughs> nine. As the camera pans back, you watch as Tithler goes, oh, my God, there's a wolf. Uh, luckily, however, um, no one hears People start Tithler. screaming because they notice Tithler, yeah. I think is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> no one no one seems to pay too much attention to Tithler. The guards begin rushing towards... Actually, I should also say, Killian, you're at the gate as well. The guards begin rushing after the wolf as Theo takes off and blazes past you the wind, <sighs> pushing back your hair and ruffling your clothes as Theo takes off into the night. Um, a number of guards in pursuit... Two of the guards come up in line with you, Killian. <sighs> Should we pursue, Lance Corporal? Noticing yes, you're. Yes, let's go. Let us go. Start running. Are you running at the back or running at the front? I'm running at the back. I'm letting them go in front. Perfect. Get that trudging above your head, boy. 
Phrases <laughs> <laughs> the tragedy begins taking off. Uh, could I have you please roll me an intimidation or persuasion check with advantage, Killian? They are both the same, so I'll do persuasion. I believe in this roll. 19. 19. The 11 guards who were standing at various points of attention around the gate and at the back of the crowd, as they had been assigned by Amelia, take off after this wolf calling for its head, having not heard much of what was going on with the Baron and only knowing that their new captain, something was happening with the captain and the Baron, and it's probably best if they weren't around for that right now, if they were to busy themselves with other work. As you take off into the darkness with them, the camera pans back, Ismark continuing his speech, Jonor standing near the pyre, and Amelia standing on the dying embers of her torch. Grinner, you watch as the Baron pulls out a dagger and goes to strike Luther. That is where we're going to end for tonight. We'll Damn. be back next session to see how that plays out. The only other thing I will have, what's your passive perception, Theo? 16. As you sprint past the gate and begin taking off Actually, yeah, where are you going? Are you heading into the fields, into the woods, down the main road? Um, yeah, probably down the road. I, I'm just, I want to stay as visible as yep. possible so the guards can continue to want to chase me. With a 16, as you take off down the main road, for a moment, Theo, the moonlight's obscured as a shadow sweeps across, almost like a large winged form blocking the moon just for a second above you. Oh, that could be bad. As you begin taking off down the main road. Just for a moment as you watch this shadow obscure the moon for a second. Yeah, that's worse than obscuring it for a while. (laughs) As you hear the sound of flapping wings from high above. (laughs) Okay, that's... And that is what we're going to wrap up for tonight. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for Curse of Strahd. You know how much I like to end on a cliffhanger, and this is a pretty fucking high cliff that I'm hanging this lot off. So we're going to enjoy that next session. Um, Thank you so much. I'm being hung off the cliff. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure, as always. Have a lovely, lovely evening. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again so soon. But until then, from all of us here tonight, Have a lovely evening and see you again super soon. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.